Hello, everybody, and welcome to Homeward Bound. How are you guys doing today? Doing yep. well. Good Happy to hear. Martha's Day. Yes. If you haven't already, go call your mamas. Unless mm -hmm. you're in England. Well, don't worry about do it. Do they not celebrate Mother's Day there? They don't it's love their month, mothers. I think. We already did it. We don't make <laughs> no. them wait so long. <laughs> well, if you are a godless uh, heathen like the rest of us over here, then go ahead and oh, call okay. your mothers. I was going to say, I've been watching The Last Kingdom. and uh, Oh, have you? Nice. Yeah. The, oh, I, I have to say the la the latest season's kind of rubbish. But... I'm only up to the third episode. But, uh, okay. I mean, spoilers, it's... but whew, when the start of episode three, I think. Spoiler, it's more, it's more or less history. Probably, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure Father Barker was in history. history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, hit me right in the heart up. I feel Uhtred, son of Uhtred's pain. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess that stuff is not bad. Like, the, the, like, plot stuff. I feel like they needed to, like, the, the attractiveness of the actors has gone up and up and up throughout the seasons. Yeah. And the quality of the history has gone down. That's right. Yeah, season one. <laughs> I was saying, Dan, they need to fire like one or two of these pretty boys and use that extra budget to like hire a historical consultant or two, someone yes. an expert in medieval battles. So I liked in season one. I think I might have spoken about this before. In one battle, there's like something done really well and something done awful. So there's like a main character, like he's like he's like Alfred's like right hand man. And he just gets killed in the shield wall by like a spear, like coming through the shield wall, just killing him, like unceremoniously. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's really realistic. And then five minutes later, Uhtred like jumps over the enemy shield wall, yeah. kills like 20 guys, and then like escapes back unscathed. So, like, okay, maybe not so accurate. Then. Yeah, there was a scene, in, <laughs> we just finished the season last night. There was a scene where there's like a horse charge at a keep, and they're like, shut the gates. And it's like a race <laughs> to like shut the gates before the horses can make it through. And. <laughs> Like there's a guy on the wall and they like spot the horses running and it's like <laughs> and they shut the gate just in time and the horses go crashing into it and it's like, oh, what are we what are we watching? <laughs> it's, it's good fun. It is good fun. I like it a lot. Yeah. I am what is he what even is his accent? Like, I am Utrid, son of Utrid. The actor's German, but he's like faking a ye old English accent. I don't know. Slash Danish. There He's were no making spoilers up. there. There was a. Is it a spoiler to say that there was a cavalry charge in a medieval show? <laughs> Certainly not. Close the gates. Yeah. Yeah, I, you can tell that it's like it's like relatively low budget, and they they didn't want to just like cut the battles like most low budget shows would do. So they yeah. kind of just did like a half ass job with them. And it's definitely written by like theater nerds or something, because like all the scene changes just feel like it's like, all right, actor whoever exit stage right, <laughs> so and so enter stage left, and it's like so many convenient like they just miss each other, they just pass each other in the same field, just because like that's how it was in the script. So they've got the same shot, and you like see them, and just as just as the bad guys leave, yeah. Utrid shows up on the hill. And it's like how do they not see him? He's right there. <laughs> or like battles where just in the nick of time like everyone converges on the battlefield yeah, yeah. at exactly the same time and like just as they're about to be defeated the reinforcements show up mm -hmm. I, I have to say though i think it's better than the last two seasons of game of thrones oh yeah i mean it is well, right. hard to do it's a sad state of affairs but true yeah. that's not triggering all right 
Yeah. Well, uh, let's do some homework. Well, that's bound my random me. pop culture rambling for the week. Does anyone else have anything to say or? Nope. We're going to let Neil uh, honk at us in Elvin. Honk. This elf fucking speaks like a goose. <laughs> <laughs> so someone want to recap us on where the fuck we are? I could do it. Ryan could do it. Okay. I got it so, last week. He can give us a go. We ended up at the session before last. After marching for a very long time, uh, Grimes was not starving, but William was starving and almost uh, dying, hallucinating, unable to really march for more than a few hours a day. When we stumbled onto an unnamed town, uh, collapsing in the temple, some shadow demons showed up, and that's how we started the episode. So William essentially lets one of the shadow demons enter him, and that seems to have solved his hunger problem. So over a few days, they built up some strength and managed to get back on his feet. And so they started marching, following the um, the snake tongue thing to potentially a portal. Or at least that's what we thought. So we marched and we marched and we eventually hit the canal system, like the huge canals in the center of Arcadia. So then we headed north, hoping to run into a city where we might be able to cross. And we stumbled upon to High Castle, which I think by that point William had uh, deduced that that's probably where they were with his limited geographical knowledge. And having found our way to a city for the first time in untold numbers of years, um, and not having seen any other living beings or monsters basically for weeks of travel now we made our way to a tavern took our armor off had a wash and slept in beds for the first time only to be accosted in the night by some weird monstrosity with multiple mouths and tentacles and all sorts of uh gibbering flesh grimes awoke fear itself to face it in the hallway um taking a few blows and being filled with fear uh, shouting just in time to wake William up before fleeing into the darkness of the city in terror William took his weapons attacked the fear uh, in no armor and almost felled it in a single blow only for it to fight back and remove his like remaining three or four hit points which he had uh, and William started to bleed out on the floor with the fear sitting upon him giving him horrendous nightmares and feeding on his uh, misery. So we cut to Grimes, fleeing into the night of the city, running down cobbled streets in darkness, uh, only to come to his senses and realize that we left William fighting the thing alone. Turns back around, sprints down the street, heads back into the tavern, rushes up the stairs to see this horrible, massive, disgusting flesh sitting on William, sort of feeding on him. Uh, Grimes takes his crossbow, shoots it in the face, finishes it off, and then tends to William's body to find him bleeding out, almost dying, attempts to bandage him uh, to no avail. Blood keeps slipping out, and it looks like William's going to fade away. And William says a prayer to the gods, begs them not to take his love. No, sorry, uh, Grimes does. And by the grace of Arthur, the bleeding stems, and William barely clings onto life. And over the next two months, uh, Grimes and William rest in the High Castle Keep, um, 
staying safe inside the walls, making sure not to run into any more creatures, uh, recovering their HP before heading back on the road, taking a boat, crossing the canal, heading across Mistrea, back into the next set of canals on the other side, and following the tongue to an island, uh, which quickly turns into a huge cliff face, which Grimes climbs and drops a rope down for William. They climb up to the top, find a dead demon with arrow holes in it, uh, look curiously around to see an elf emerging from a forest before them. Yep. And I guess that's where we're going to pick up. <laughs> you are standing in grayscale on this island and stepping out of a tree, like the depictions of the Scrags and like the Scrags you've seen before. An elf steps towards you. Even in the grayscale, you can see that he has long white hair and white eyes over his back. Um, I'm sorry. In his hand is a longbow. At his side is an arming sword and a short sword and a quiver with arrows. Uh, there's also a dagger attached to him. He's got a small pack on his back uh, that you can see some rope hanging out of. And the elf looks at the two of you and in very smooth, fluent Trekissian says, <clears throat> Greetings. Matrigal has sent us. I look to Grimes. Is this some sort of trick? Who are you? I've... <clears throat> does, uh, does William speak Trekissian? Or is this yeah. gibberish to him? No, yeah, you're, you're, you're both from Drakus. Yeah, okay, we're in Drakusian. Mm -hmm. I, uh, Grimes had his, his, like, hands up. Like, the bow was notched, correct? Notched and drawn? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Just I mean, in it's, it's in hand, and there's a quiver at his side, and you know elves are pretty freaking fast. He could notch and draw that thing in no time. But he's not covering you. And I believe we confirmed last time that this is definitely not a scrag. This is a nice, this is a healthy elf, not corrupted by dark yeah. magic. So it's uh, not quite so twisted. Yeah. It's not quite so short. The ears aren't floppy and dangling. They're pointed and, you know, a little bit shorter than the other scrags you've seen. This looks I more like a, a traditional elf. Yeah. Except for the white hair and At, the white eyes. Uh, mention of Matrigal, Grimes, I think, drops to his knees and looks up at the sky. It is Thank faceless. The there is hope yet. Starless. I look down at Grimes and then back to the elf. I say, who are you? Identify yourself. My name is Iyane, and I'm here to take you home. I look up at the sky. It's nothing there. How? I haven't spoken to anyone else in years. I'll sheath my sword and uh, put my hand on Grimes' shoulder to bring him back up to his feet and like step towards the elf. Yeah. I'll reach a hand out to I shake his hand. Up. Okay. I, think, I think William went to shake the elf's hand. Yeah. The elf's hand. Oh, okay. He reaches out a hand for you as well. Um, he feels warm to the touch. Shoulder. My name is Cal William Marshall the Caldonian expedition thank Matrigal you're here I step up 
behind William. I don't think I greet the elf or anything like that. I mean, I obviously, I, I don't shake his hand, but I, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, does he have any symbols? Is he wearing a holy symbol of Matrigal? He is not wearing a holy symbol of Matrigal, no. Um, let's see, his cloak is pinned with a, a brooch that looks like a pair of leaves together. Maybe jade with some sort of silver outlining. His weapons are definitely magical. You've seen a lot of magical gear in your time, and his armor and his swords and his bow are very clearly um, unnaturally made. Like, um, you can see that the the sword, even though it's sheathed, has like a, a wooden cross guard and a wooden pommel and a wooden handle, which you know, wouldn't make any fucking sense to have. So it's clearly some sort of enchanted magical elf wood or something. Uh, the chain mail that he's wearing, you can only barely hear it as he moves underneath his clothing, but the way that he moves as if he's not wearing anything at all. So it's some sort of weightless chain mail that he can wear like underneath a, a light shirt. Um, he just takes his time to let you guys organize your thoughts. I think I was half expecting Grimes to have to do translating, but this is kind of a relief. And so I think Grimes falls in behind William and lets him do the, do the talking. How, uh, so I like, okay. I guess I, I, I keep like waiting for Grimes to speak for me and then realizing that. I think Grimes is standing behind you like a, uh, I don't know, perhaps like a squire or a servant in waiting or something. Mm-hmm. At your Where side, you... close at hand, but out of How the way. How did you get here? Is there a portal on this island? There is. Would you like to come home? That's all I've wanted for so long. Then follow me. It's a quarter mile down the way. Are there demons here? Monsters? Anything? Not now. This is a unexpected set of events. Will you come with us? Of course. He walked. This goes back home. Mm hmm. To Arcadia, the real Arcadia, not this hellscape version of it. It'll be somewhat hellscapey when you get home. What? How, how long has it been? Why don't we answer your questions on the other side of the portal? Would you help me with this body? He says, motioning to the demon's corpse. What use do you have for that? We can't leave it here. Those poor children of the gods need to find a way home eventually. And he walks over to grab it by the arms uh, and waits for you to pick it up by the feet. I look to William for like a nod of approval or something. I struggle to give him a nod. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go help the elf with the with the body. Okay. The two of you will lift the body. The elf will start to lead the way when I would like the two of you to make me a perception Damn. check. I wanted to look for the gem of seeing when the elf <laughs> turned his back, but uh now I've got my hands on this freaking demon. Alright, uh perception. Mm -hmm. Stopping my character sheet, give me a Yeah, take your time. 
It's quite good. Grimes is on it. Okay, well, that's good. I think my perception's seven, so I'm just going to roll up. Mm -hmm. uh, 20, uh, not 91. 20, yeah. Yeah. 20. <laughs> okay, so you start following this elf. Um, Grimes, at some point you walking... will... Oh. Is he walking backwards or is he walking forwards? No, he's walking forwards. He'll grab the hands behind him. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, at some point, as you begin to walk, you'll become aware of the presence of a creature following you, or a person following you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you throw um, a look over your shoulder... I will pause and look and make sure it's an elf. It is another elf that you did not see earlier. Yeah. Can That's I, just like, eavesdrop to you. see if I can, like, listen to the cr crackling of the woods and see if I can, like, guess how many creatures are around? Absolutely. Is that an eavesdrop or a gauge? Probably eavesdrop. That would be an right? eavesdrop, yeah. Thirty-three. I probably like wait for a moment where we've like paused a second to like if he's like adjusting his grip on the demon and I'll stop and just listen. There intently. are two creatures walking through these woods. You and William. I can't even hear the elves. Not just, even like, the elf, glance, like that... four, uh, four feet in front of you on the other side of the demon. They make no noise as they walk. Are they wearing... I mean, more... Are they better? I have scrag boots on as well. Oh, you hear one set of footsteps. Yeah, but, I, but I have, like... I have more martial gear. So, like, I may be clanking a little bit. Right. Compared to that. You'll only hear but, William's yeah. footsteps. You'll hear your yeah. gear sort of clanking. The occasional rustle of Elven Chain. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, you know... It's only if there's mm. some unusual movement, like someone squats down or does a twist yeah. or something. Well, I'm impressed. I take note of their movements and their techniques and maybe think mm -hmm. how I, if only I could move as stealthily as they. Yeah. Yelp leads you inland, um, and you'll notice there are two, I hesitate to call them mountains, but like uh, peaks on this island. There's one large one sort of to your northwest and one small one to your southwest. The elf will lead you between the two peaks. That's um, going to be a short some, walk. Go ahead. Yeah, at some point I'll whisper to William. William, I, I can't believe this this day has come. We've been I told you, untethered for so long I thought we'd they'd never get out. They've always been the, the gods, Grimes. Watching us, making sure we make it back home. I knew it. Relax, my friend. <laughs> they lead you between the two large peaks covered with trees and around to the back of the north one, which on this side is another sheer cliff, but you will come across what appears to just be a large crack in the cliff. It's um, horizontal, maybe 20 feet wide, uh, and at the either ends, it's quite small, but in the middle, it's about 8 feet tall, and it looks kind of like wet earth on the other side. Like, it, it's a rock wall, and then there's this crack that kind of leads in like a crevice into something that looks sort of goopy and gummy. Uh, and it is um, here that you have... Has who has the fork, the, the portal detector? Does William have that, or does Grimes? 
I seem to remember you giving it to me, actually. But I think generally Yukari is. So. Yeah. I think if William was rowing, Grimes would be tuning. Yeah. But right. we got to the. We were trading off, and then we got to the island. Mm -hmm. I actually don't have it anymore on my character sheet, so I think you have it. Okay, okay sure. Okay. Well, I. Uh, I rather than I would, get it out. Unless you, I mean, if you ask for it, I'll give it to you. I, if it was on me, I was going to ask if it's humming away, like if we're near a portal. But, anyways. Um, uh, I think I just say to the elf, like, looking at the crevice, like, is this it? Is this, is this the portal home? Stepping out of two nearby trees are two more elves. Both of these are very clearly clerics of Matrigal. They have her emblems dangling from around their necks. Uh, one of them, a woman, speaks up to answer your question. Simply says, yes, this is the way home. Do you, do you know who we are? You are really a marshal, knight Where we've been. of Drekis, servant to Princess Sela, son-in-law of Richard Caldonia. You Richard what? are Grimes, who has no other names, except for the one. So you know what we did? Yes. I looked between the elves. But still you help us? Matrigal has asked me to bring you home. I narrow my eyes suspiciously at this. What have we done with the demon's body? You're still holding it before the portal. Yeah. Where does where does this portal lead? To the same island in the material plane. But the trees will not be there. And we will have to wait until nightfall to leave. This island has been ravaged by Scoria. Here on the Shadow Plane, you see it as it has been for a long time. But when you get back to our plane, you will see it for what it is today. A charred rock, a burned wasteland. There is a illusion spell guarding the entrance. And when night falls, we can make our way off the island, down the cliffs, across the canal, and up into our town of Luthtrin. Scorier is the, the dragon and Mistra? Yes. I've, I set the demon's legs down if we're having a conversation. Sure. The other elf will set the arms down as well then. Um, and with that, the cleric motions to the other cleric who steps through the portal. Kind oh. of looks awkward as it steps in and this like goo swallows its leg and it sort of slowly pushes through. Um, the others don't move, make a move to go through at all. They just kind I of guess I'll, out. uh, I look to Grimes and say, uh, we'll go through together, Grimes. 
How heavy was the demon's body? A couple hundred pounds. Okay. I give it a kick. Are we bringing this one with us? Yes. I suppose. All right, me and Grimes will pick up the demon and walk through the portal. Uh, They stop you. They're waiting for the other cleric to come back. Make sure it's nighttime. Um, The other cleric will step back a moment later and say that it's it's not quite night, that we need to kill a couple hours here. And so they set the body down. The two elves that you first saw will walk away and head back in the direction that you came from. Um, I would like to take a moment when I think I am not being observed to pull out the gem of true seeing and look about. Um, Okay. So like when maybe the elves disappear, the two elves disappear, I'll wait for the third elf to be looking off into the distance and look around me with the gem of tree seeing. Uh, Probably look at the elf when his head is turned through the gem of tree seeing and make sure he's not an illusion. He's definitely real. He's definitely an elf. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, And scanning scanning the woods, scanning the portal, does anything appear to be amiss? Everything appears to be as they say. The woods are here, the portal's there, the rocks are there, William's here, the demon's here. You find no illusions, no lurking truths. Hmm. Alright, well then. I'll talk to the elf that's remaining and say, uh, do you you have food? We haven't eaten in. Yes. The elf will open a pack and produce for you a gently baked loaf of bread wrapped in uh, a large leaf. Are we even hungry? Hmm. Sort of. You know. Sort of. I'll, uh, I open the... I peel back the leaf and tear the bread in half and or tear a chunk out of it and hand it to Grimes. There's some sort of meat in the bread. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll... I'd, like, tear a bit off, just, like, a small bit and gingerly take a bite. some sort of, like... If you had like a meat pie, but it was all congealed and wasn't runny at all, it's like a, a meat pie bread, basically. Like the the bread has already soaked up the juices, but somehow is still in like a soft, fluffy bread form, and there's like little bits of meat and peas and carrots in there. I don't know if you're trying to put me off, but it's not working. So <laughs> no, I'm not trying to am put I you even... off. That sounds delicious to me. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Am is am I even hungry? Like, does it seem appetizing? I, yeah, it definitely seems appetizing. Mm-hmm. In the way that, I like, pop. you've already had breakfast and it's a couple hours till lunch, but then yeah. something really good walks past you and you're like, holy shit, that looks great. Is. What what sort of meat is this? Grimes says before he puts it in his mouth. Thinking back to Ferris and all the horrifying meats he tried to feed us. <laughs> yeah, I think he was probably one of the few elves I ever met. That's a good point. Elk. I, I'm already eating at this point. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I tuck in. Well, give me a grub skill check, everybody, at advantage oh, for the fine sure. elven cooking, and the oh. fact that you haven't had like good homemade food in a long time. Nineteen. I mean, I don't think I ever rolled grub skill. I mean, probably have done once upon a time. Does I roll three d six or four d six? Grimes has six grub skill. He is a filthy peasant who grew up in a ditch outside with Thronorunta. He has no. Oh, wait. Oh, with my an God, Grimes. 
I never had uh, high taste, I guess. Yeah. I think you're just a simple man used to military rations. Yeah. That's maybe a little too rich. Like it or not. Uh, it is like it's... the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. Is that what that? I think for indicates? crimes, this is this is that home cooked mother's meal that you never got. Mm-hmm. You know, and for William, it's sort of like weird foreign food. You know, God, like you go to get the taste. kebab, and it's kind of like, <laughs> what is on this kebab? Like, why is there meat in my bread? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a pea? <laughs> I mean, I crimes. Said, right. Crimes exclaims, "This tastes like it was baked in Martha's own hearth." Who made this? Dirt of salad crumbs. My sister made it. Says the elf before you, who introduces Ish. herself as uh, Mydali. Mydali, I am. Uh... I'm Grimes, but it sounds like you've already uh, you already know who we are. The the elf will bow her head quietly. Tell me, uh, friend, how goes the war? Is Drakus well? The war continues. The Drakisians are in famine. After all this, do you still hold loyalty to Drekus, William? My family is there, Grimes. Solwick is safe? As far as I know. Not good. And that answers your question, Grimes. I don't know anymore. <laughs> what? What year is it? On the other side, we've been wandering for so long. It is December, fifteen twelve. Rack my brain. Is we... that... Yeah. Wasn't the Caledonian expedition fifteen oh nine? Fifteen oh nine to I think the end of fifteen eleven. Okay, so it's been like a year. Been about a year. Oh, it's been a year. Grimes, like, I don't know, Grimes just makes a face. There's, like, gears turning in his head, but he can't do the <laughs> yeah. math to figure out where it is. It's like... That sounds... Like, that sounds late to him. He begins, like, scratching his face and feeling, like, this long, scraggly beard. Mm-hmm. He still remembers himself as, like, the young... What was he? I don't know, 30-something before he went to prison, before he went to Caldonia, before he got lost in the hellscape of plane hopping mm-hmm. literally a lifetime ago mm-hmm. and I think his gaze just fades out in the middle distance and loses himself in thought yep. um, a little bit later the other elf will head back in and out well she'll he will the other elf with you there because there's two here will keep going in and out of the portal occasionally um, and eventually, on one of these return trips, he will nod to the other elf with you, the other cleric, and pull out a horn from his small bag and give it a little toot, um, signaling to the other elves it's time to leave. Are there, are there more than just the three of us? Are there more than just the three of them? Uh, there are four of them. There are two <laughs> scouts and two okay. clerics. 
but yeah. it can be hard to keep track of them because they you know step into trees they go through portals they all sort of look alike well there's the one with white hair and white eyes this other woman that you've been speaking to has uh all gray hair and gray eyes can't really tell you know grayscale of this world um but I, mm-hmm. i'll say uh so once we go through do you close this behind us yes wise we may have left a lot of open portals behind us on the way do those need to be sealed it would be preferable if they were closed but the last gate is the most important one and that one we will shut down the one in Edric we destroyed it that led to that home Good. Think. I'm not sure if there are more. Well, while we wait for the others to show up, why don't you tell me about it? And you don't have to roleplay it out, um, since you've just done it so many times. But they will sit and listen intently to the stories you have to tell about where you've been and how you got here. Uh, I'll tell them. I'll end and then say, we destroyed the portal and fled from the, the temple only to hear a great roar behind us and a, a black dragon atop the temple commanding the demons. The elf seems not surprised, not really bothered, sort of stoic about the whole thing, taking it as if you were talking about a, a story you read once in a book that has no relevance to her life. Right. But it's like, okay, that's nice. Good story. You're not worried? About demons and dragons. Demons making their way to Arcadia. What are these creatures? Are they they're loose in Arcadia as well? There are a few. They're mostly contained. It's a problem that's ending. As for what they are... I don't understand. I, I thought we were set loose and transported to their world yeah how long before you went to their world they came here they've been looking for ways in since the dawn of time and every now and then they find a crack find a hole or make one and come through and then we throw them back out you should have pity on our brothers and sisters, the elf says, pointing to the, the demon's corpse. Shake they were head. like... You wouldn't say that if you'd been seen what I'd seen. I am 673 years old. I have seen much of this world. And these poor creatures deserve our sympathy and our mercy. They not only hate... They showed us no sympathy or mercy. Nor nor our brothers and sisters. Nor even the dogs. They are monsters. Indeed. Of the worst kind. The other elves will show up. You can pick up the body. 
and you can step through into this goopy, slaggy, gross stuff uh, that sort of sucks you and pulls you through. It takes like a minute or two to pass through this thing, and you don't really need to breathe while you're doing it, but you feel like you're surrounded by like thick goop the whole time until your foot finds freedom and air on the other side, and you burst through onto a burned and charred hellscape of rock and stump and ash. But there is color. The sky is blue. You can look out into the canal and see crystal clear water shining up at you. You can look across the canal and see the charred forest of the elven lands. Uh, But also, if you look far enough out, you can see tall green trees stretching off into the horizon. If you look south, the canal is a long, long way, but beyond that are more green trees, redwoods, all over the place. Everyone, the six of you plus the demon, come through. The sky is turning sort of an orangish red as the sun sets. Um, it's on the other side of the Draken Ridge, so you don't really... The sun's not in your eyes, but you can see the mountains sort of backlit and shining with hues of orange and purple and yellow, sort of in the clouds high in the sky, catching the last glimpses of the setting sun. The elves will pull some rope out of their pack and head to the western side of the island, uh, fixing the rope between a wedge and hammering into place with a... A small spike and a hammer. You'll notice one of the elves closes the portal behind you just by reaching through maybe an inch of an illusory wall and pressing her hand against the portal behind it. You can't see the portal close because there's an illusory wall over it, but it looks like she's doing some sort of magic to shut it down. Um, And before you descend on ropes to the waters below, one of the elves will cast water walking on all of you. I think we take a... So there's like the charred hellscape at the top of the cliff that kind of is ruining the moment a little bit. But once we get to the edge of the cliff face and look out, we can just see the beauty of the, the natural world, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the sunset. Grimes like rubbing his eyes in disbelief. A sunset. It's been a long time. It's beautiful. My eye traces south along the canal and knows that Dracus is in that direction. Mm-hmm. And a sigh of relief. As, uh, I guess I start to climb down the rope. Yeah. Uh, you guys can come down the rope. It's a little bit awkward. One of the elves will bear the brunt of the demon's body over its shoulder and slip down the rope carefully and slowly. But you are all water walking and can head across the canal. Um, yeah, right, so we start to. <laughs> I guess we, <clears throat> yeah, start to walk across the canal, and I think, uh, I mean, at least William will probably Grimes as well is pretty awestruck uh, in silence as we walk across the water and take in the sights. Mm-hmm. You'll walk for a couple miles across the canal, and as you do so, the stars will come out, you can see the constellation of Bellum right above you. 
right next to the constellation of Verasi. There's some others up there, but those are the two ones that really stick out to you at this moment. We came with hope, but arrived to war and death. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, across the canal, there is a large staircase built into the walls, carved into it, actually uh, chiseled brick by brick that leads up and into the wall and sort of, how do you say, um, instead of like some of these other staircases on the Grand Canal are like switchbacks, this one more goes in and then kind of curves and then all of a sudden you're at the top. Like it should be a many hundreds of feet climb, but you only go up maybe 40 or 50 feet into the mountain before you're stepping out onto the surface above it. That's cool. Um, and what you see is a burned and charred forest. There are redwoods to the left and right at a a great distance, but before you is a massive grove of giant sequoias, trees that are, you know, 30 feet thick and 150 feet tall. They're charred and blackened all over the place, but you can see small little leaves growing out of the branches and off of the trunk, little buds beginning to burst into life letting you know that these trees, while they have been damaged by dragon fire, are not quite dead, which is a miracle in and of itself. Dragon fire can sometimes melt stone. The fact that a tree has survived it at all is yeah. bizarre. I guess I look around uh, gasping like this. The dragon did all of this? She has. But Why? You've spent a year with demons and you do not understand anger yet? This is commonplace. I thought the dragon slept. The elf will shake her head at you and lead you to a tree. It's just the front of a tree. And you know how sequoias, if you, if you know sequoias, uh, sometimes they'll have like little inlets in them, little... um like uh, cracks, not cracks, or crevices more like in them. And so this elf will lead you to a section of the tree that sort of cuts in, uh, will place a hand on it, speak a word, which William doesn't understand, but if Grimes is paying close attention, he might get... Do you want me to roll something? Yeah, or something. Like uh, perception, perception check or eavesdrop, eavesdrop, whichever you... Yeah. Um, an 11 would pass on either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she speaks just the word open in Elven, and the door, the, the tree sort of gives way and opens up on either side, leading you to a small internal room. Everything in here is a part of the tree. The table is just like the tree growing out of a hole in the ground. The, the bottom is not planks. It's just rings as if the tree had been leveled here but it's clearly not cut it's just there um it it looks like this tree has been very carefully grown to have the shape of tables to have the shape of a staircase to have the shape of cabinets and uh wall not walls um surfaces there's a, a staircase that runs around the outside well the outside of the room on the inside of the tree that goes up to a, another level above you and the t- chairs here are separate then can be moved the body of the demon is set to the side go ahead 
Uh, so there are six of us. So all of the elves come here to this tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you right. set the body down, coming down the stairs will be more elves. Another group of four. More elves. Yeah, How they're big all armed. Is, is it huge? Yeah, it's like thirty feet across, one hundred and fifty feet tall. They're all armed, are they? Okay, they're I mean, all I armed. I don't, we don't draw weapons or anything like that, but I look up because I think having spent so long in a hostile environment, like every time <clears throat> a new thing shows up in my field of vision, like I instinctively like reach for my like jerk for my sword and then like look up and slowly take my hand away as I wait for them to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two groups of elves embrace each other and they speak amongst themselves in Elven. Grimes, you'll overhear the entire conversation. Uh, it seems fairly normal. The group that's here is congratulating the group that uh, with you for a job well done and returning with the people that they set up to find. And there's a quick discussion about the demon body and the elves here say we should do the same thing as we do with the others. Um, I, two of them I will drag the body William. off. I lean into William and whisper, you know, they're, they're congratulating the those returning. Apparently they were sent off on some mission to get us. And they have a protocol for handling the demon. I guess this isn't the first they found. Different to our protocol, I imagine. They haul the demon's body off. Did outside or upstairs? Outside. Mm-hmm. Is um, the is the entrance to the tree just left wide open, or do they shut it behind us? Uh, they like shut it when you port? come in, and it can be opened again. On your side, it just looks like a pair of French doors. Uh, wooden okay. French doors. From the outside, it just looks like tree trunk. Okay. Do they have to say a command word to get out, or they just open the French doors and it? Oh, you just okay. open the French doors, but to go in, you need the command yeah. word. Did yeah. any of the elves that joined us have holy symbols? Are they clerics or the four that joined us warriors? Uh, there were three warriors and what appeared to be a wizard, not a cleric. Okay. Uh, but the four that were here, two of them will haul the body out. The other two will chat with your elves for just a minute um, and then return upstairs and make themselves scarce, leaving you with the four that found you uh, who motion to the two table. That, um, two of the and two leave or do they come back quickly? Uh, they'll, they'll come back two, quickly. Two. Yeah. Yeah. They will sit you down at a table, pour you clean, it's- fresh water. Some it's wine. Been a few hours. Are we getting hungry? Are we feeling the effects of time and travel, or is are the shadows within us still sustaining us? You do not feel hungry, um, but it could also be the elven food you have. There have always been whispers that elven food is unnatural and unholy, or or depending on your perspective, holy and wonderful and nourishing for days. So uh, I'll drink my water and. I... Settle and look or, look around the table. They all sat around with us. Uh, some of them are like hanging cloaks on pegs and like shuffling that. about. You know, clearly at home if... in this environment. But the cleric, one of the two clerics, the female cleric, will sit with you and, and kind of, she's kind of watching your faces while as you look around, as if she's waiting for you to fully settle before she speaks up. Um, if William doesn't say anything. Grimes will, but I'll he'll certainly defer and leave enough space. Okay, well I was gonna say, um let's see 
Martin will send you to find us. To what end? To bring you home. Is that so hard to believe? No. No, she was with us when we were there. I look sideways at William. I find that a little hard to believe. She left this world for you. For both of you. For all of you? Grimes thought we had been abandoned when we passed into the the last place. It's true. Magical letters to the the way out of their their lands. So many died. Shaking my head. On all sides. Many here lost their way, their hope, and their faith when she vanished without a word. Matrigal chose a cleric, turned a cleric of the gnolls, but left her to die in that hell. What sense is there in that? And the pups, Graham says, looking down. But why? Why? Why us? There's so many here that need her. The gods aren't done with you, William. They keep demanding and demanding. It is not our position to question why the gods do what they do. It is only our position to serve. I've been serving gods for a long time now. Yes. A different one to you. Those 30 years must be excruciatingly long. 30 years? Is that not your age? 30 something years old? <laughs> Grimes laughs. I didn't mean. Sorry, sorry William. But... I don't even know what I meant. I meant no anymore. offense. I. Something, uh. Well, a lifetime ago now, something touched me in when we were in Caledonia. Stole my youth. Mm. You weren't a young man to start with, Captain. Perhaps not. But I mean that. I meant, uh. We worked for a different god when we were in Caledonia, not Matrigal. We all serve many deities over our lifetimes. Some of us choose to specialize in one over another. Matrigal has always been my calling. But I understand that you might be called to any of the gods at any point in time. Bellum, Martha, Vorasi, Velmontarius. But you're here now. Where would you like to go? The four of us will take you anywhere in this world you wish to be. I looked at Grimes. Grimes has his eyes narrowed in suspicion. Anywhere? There's no anywhere. catch. 
you don't mean to tell me that you traveled across plains to bring us back here only to set us free. Surely there's something you want from us, expect from William. Yes. Is he not the... I want you to tell me where you want to go so I can take you there. That is all I have to ask of you. Our, uh, my home is Solik in Drakus. My family are there. We will escort you there. I, uh... I mean, I look down a bit and then look back up and say, I'm not the... I'm not the person I was when I left. I'm Your family will love you for who you are, regardless of how you may appear. Do not fret. I put a hand on William's shoulder. Um, Chat asks how William looks. Does he have demon tentacles? <laughs> Or is he back to his human form? I mean, he's got a thick beard that would hide any demon tentacles on his face, right? You're all pretty hairy and Can unshaven. Perception, uh, perception check to see the tentacles through the beard. Yeah, give me a perception check. I can feel my own face. Certainly, but it's under a no, thick... No, not enough. I know, William's got like a, a big beard glasses. now, you know? It's... He's a beautiful man. He's perfect. The journey just made him more rugged and handsome. That's right. Are we, are we walking? We will ride. Horses will be made available. We'll need a large one for you. I've <laughs> ridden a horse since we left here the last time. Grimes. The That's the name you prefer these days, isn't it? I have, uh... I have no surname, no title, no great deeds or reputation. Not yet, Grimes. <laughs> I'm more suited Where would to you the like to anyways. go, Marion? I don't think it surprises me that these elves know so much. I... I serve well, Lord Marshal. And I will so go, where, we go. go where he sends me. For now, please, or, there are bedrooms on the floor above us. Uh, and we will bring you water or a bath. We have scissors and razors. Would you like us to clean you up? I nod, yes. Please. Go upstairs. Doff your armor and your weapons. Relax. We will take care of you from here on out. <sighs> Crimes, let's have a sigh. Maybe we should show them all the random magic shit that we've got that we've got no idea what it does. Oh. Maybe. 
I mean, they're going to probably see it. I don't think it even occurs to me. But, yeah. I guess it's all in the bug, isn't it? Uh, I'll go upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Into one we'll of the rooms upstairs. Do we have separate rooms? How tall is this tree? <laughs> 150 feet. The uh, staircase will wrap up to another floor and keep going beyond that. But on this floor that it wraps out into is sort of like um, a, narrow, a small corridor to a circular room at the very heart of the tree. Uh, off of which branch four or five, uh, six actually bedrooms or rooms that could be opened into. Again, there are no nails. There's no joints. All the walls are made from the tree itself as if someone has just like told the tree not to grow here, but to grow there in the shape of rooms. Uh, In each of your rooms, you will find a large wooden bathtub, like a clawed foot bathtub that's been polished and oiled and smooth so you can sit in it without fear of splintering Uh, and coming down from upstairs after a moment will be an elf carrying a a large ceramic um, carafe that they pour and then just endless water pours out of it uh, filling the bathtub slowly with water and then the elf will reach a hand into it and speak some words and like after a moment steam will begin to rise from the water letting you know it's nice and warm uh, each of you will have a bath filled for you and why don't we take our break here while you get cleaned up the elves will trim your hair they'll shave your beards if you desire it or they'll hand you the razors to do yourself and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side of our break for a little more homeward bound Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So. Level up. Level up. You guys rest. You bathe. You clean yourselves up. Why don't we roll for HP? No, you don't even roll anymore. You're too high level. So do we just go to the base level, base experience for the next level? Uh, Sure. We're not really going to be getting too far from here, so it doesn't really matter where you end up XP-wise. Okay, so let's do one XP from level 12, then. Yeah, or just halfway between your next levels, or what what are you guys at XP-wise right now? Um, Uh, We're we're at 582, but we killed a ton of shit that you wouldn't give us XP for. Yeah, because it's... So many demons, the greater fear... Mm Mm-hmm. How much is one of those? Easy illusions, plane hopping. Yeah. I don't know. I'm at 528 as of, as, of, as of a few sessions ago. Yeah, 582. Um, I hit level 13 at 792. So that's like 200k. I don't, know what 200, I don't know what 200k would give, uh, would get William to. I need like how, 750. And then a million after that. 750 for level. 11. Level, level 11. Mm-hmm. And a million. Yeah. A million would almost get me to 14. I think we just, yeah. I don't think it really matters, right? 900,000. Grams, yeah. you're level 11? I'm level 12. 12. So to get 13, you need 792. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and William, so you're. I want to take home 20,000 XP and 10% included. <laughs> well, why don't we. I don't know. Why don't we bring you all to um, nine hundred thousand? Yeah, that yeah. seems reasonable. Plus ten percent. <laughs> I think that that includes your ten percent. Yeah. 
Let's bring you all to 900,000. Lucky level 13 rogue. I don't think this gets me. It's a plus 2 HP. It'll be plus 2 HP. William will get plus 3 HP. Yeah. Plus 1 to hit. I think I also get plus 1 to hit. You should extend that hit bonus table. Neil. Uh, yes. I just didn't expect to have to need it. You thought I was going to get to level nine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, new saves. Uh, yeah, but it'll go oh, five, I get new saves. Yeah. six, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, ten, ten, eleven. Yeah. Anything else? Plus one to hit. Saves. Yeah. HP. William, yeah. you're hitting level... 11? 11. So no yeah. proficiency bonuses for you. Grimes, no. you're hitting level 13, so no proficiency bonuses for you. Just uh, Thacko HP, thief points. Uh, <clears throat> so I get to go to 19 strength. What about 19 strength? You know, I'm an 18, 100. Just make it around 19. <laughs> Alright, so 2 HP, plus 1 to hit. Brand new saving throws. Cool. And 100 thief points. I'm not going to spend them. Neil and I were chatting in the pre-show about at high level, high level thieves unlocking special abilities with those thief points. Mm-hmm. So for Grimes, maybe uh, getting the Hide in Shadows ability. But mm-hmm. I think we'll just all hold on to the Thief Points and we'll narratively see if and what happens here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Everyone's asking me to get the to fix my theme. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, William, you're level 11. Your HP goes up by 3, so you're at 55. Yeah. Sword attack goes oh. up by 1, so you're at 22 to hit. <laughs> Can I get a mastery now? Yeah, you can get mastery now. If oh, you have yeah. a slot for it. Uh, you have a slot like for it? Many, I don't know. How many slots should I have? I don't know. Total. Have you been saving uh, one? I can't remember. It's been okay. so long. I think I might have spent it on two weapon fighting, unfortunately. Let me see. How many slots yeah. should I have at level 11? It depends mm. on how you used your language slots at level 1. Well, I only have no languages, so... What? I have no languages, right? So, so you should have four plus one at level three, six, nine. So you should have seven. So you should have seven weapon proficiencies. Yeah, I've used seven. And if yeah, assuming you used all of your language slots for non-weapons, you could have used them for weapons at level one. But mm-hmm. no, I didn't realize that. So how many non-weapons should I have? You should have um, three. You should have nine then, plus the number of languages you can speak. No, six plus so, the number of languages you can speak. So eight. I've got yeah. land riding, etiquette, heraldry, reading, writing, jumping, animal handling, and then skiing and Caldonian. Did you take skiing? Eight. I've got it on here. So that's only eight, though. So I should have one more. Oh, you have six. How many languages do you have from your int? Two. Yeah, so that's that's correct. 
damn it. So you have six from being a warrior plus two from your languages. Yeah. Nope. Fuck, that cost me an extra attack. I mean, you were assuming he wouldn't give you mastery. I think he only gave it to you because he assumed you had no slots. <laughs> you, don't get a new, you get a new proficiency at level 12. You get a new okay. each. Yeah. So That's fine. It's only 100,000. Should, yeah, should William continue adventuring, next level he'll get mastery. But it's available right, to you starting fine. now. Not, but it, this would be grand mastery? Yeah, that is, that's the, the last one. The yeah. final level. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I think I would like to see a little more narrative to ju justify William probably being the greatest swordsman on the continent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure when he gets home, if he gets home, he'll do something in that vein. Maybe challenge all the greatest knights in the land to duels. Uh, it seems like, I mean, it should be a given, right? It's like, oh, where have you guys been for the last seven years? Well, year, three years. I'm just, you know... We're just hunting demons. Fighting. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so I start to... I mean, they've given us razors. Mm-hmm. I can trim a beard with razors, so do you have to use scissors? You can trim with scissors and then be shave, or you, if you want to be a, you know, a real bachelor, you just shave without trimming first. Well, I want to keep some beard, is what I mean. Ah, yeah. Well, then they give you shears, and you can, you know, cut it down to whatever size you want, and you trim up the whiskers and trim up the neckline a little bit. Yeah, yeah. How Grimes. long do you want your beard to be, William? Just you know, like, not super long, like uh, longer than Ryan's. Oh. I trimmed yesterday. Like, are we talking in matters of inches? Yeah, like, like an inch, maybe. Like an inch? Okay. But, you know, if I feel uh, demon tentacles onto my face, I'll maybe... Uh, you do feel these, like, weird, like, long skin tags hanging off your face as you start to, like, trim your beard and then you brush against it and you're like, hey, wait a minute, what the fuck are these things hanging down on my face? And there's, like, a ring of them that come from your chin that go back to your jawbone and just kind of, like, hang a little bit. Maybe like how, how long are three quarters they? of an inch long. All right, well, I guess the beers. I got like staying an inch then. Weird little bulbous tips does, to the end of them. Does Grimes have any? Uh, no. Demonic. Uh, yeah. No, you're fine, Grimes. So I, I think I will even entwine my soul. A slight panic when uh when I first noticed this, and uh, is he alone or is there an elf in the room with him? Do you? I think I'll I'll go and ask... fetch an elf. Yeah, okay. One of the clerics, maybe. Sure. Um, I say, um, like I said, uh, I, I've been through a lot in our journey, and things have uh, changed me, but the most worrying, I, uh, I, I, I like, turn my chin up and, like, I guess move the beard away so she can see and say, um, when we first got to their, their home, I experimented with maybe a few things I shouldn't. We've all experimented in our youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that can be done about this? She, like, lifts your chin up. She's actually quite a bit shorter than you, but she lifts your chin up anyway to feel around and runs her fingers through your beard sort of gently feeling for your little bulbous skin tags um 
parts your beard and inspects them, kind of like a chimp looking through someone else's fur, looking for little bugs. Yeah. We could trim them. It'll hurt. It'll bleed. <clears throat> they might not come back. How long would that take to heal? I'm keen to make it home. If it's just cutting them off, maybe I can do that when I'm there. I can heal it. Ah. Yeah. And um, when we were... When we first left there and fled the temple in Heatstroke, we were starving. And it seems like a dream now, but these shadowy figures, uh, well, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this, but uh, they they entered us through our mouths. In a dream? To, no, I, I think it was real. It felt like a dream, but maybe because I was so malnourished. But uh, I think that's something that I don't feel hungry. I don't feel tired. She furrows her brow at this. Seems uncomfortable with the information you've just given her. Right, she yeah, sends she... you off to your bath and says she's got to look into something. Okay. Um, All right, I guess I'll go for my bath then. Is she not now? Alright, um, yeah. Grimes accepts as much, uh, health, help is as appropriate from the, uh, from the elven bathing assistants. Yeah. And, uh, we'll trim his hair, trim his beard, style it in much the, uh, way as he started, uh, started Frozen Frontier. Nice coiffed mustache and mutton chops. Shave back the bits of the beard. One of the elves will come and help wash your hair out and trim off the excess hair and cut it down to size and submerge you and scrub your head vigorously and get you all nice and clean and shiny. uh, Mm -hmm. Enjoys the pampering. Mm -hmm. Grimes looking looking hot uh, with that ring of handsomeness. It's been a, a long time since you've had the hands of another person on you in a way that wasn't just like I'm helping you to your feet so we can keep running you know or like staunching the bleeding on your gaping wounds right this is the first time someone has touched you in a gentle relaxing almost loving not like romantically loving but in a like caring for you sort of manner mm-hmm. crimes may not buy into their uh hopeful message from the gods thing, but he yeah, relishes in whatever uh, whatever pampering he can get. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. William, uh, mm-hmm. a pair of elves will return to you after maybe an hour or so of st- you soaking st- in hot water. I stand up for my bath, wrapping a Clearly, a towel around my waist, mm-hmm. and uh, stand up to greet them. They approach you. They greet you. So it's the same elf, the same cleric as before, uh, mightily, and she will uh, 
put a hand to your forehead, ask you to relax and let her let her enter your mind, and then ask you to remember the incident with the demons entering you. Um, and as you remember it, she will sort of mutter in Elvin to her friend, and you can feel reliving the experience in a very visceral way. Uh, like you have a spectator there with you watching it and at the end of it she will cast a spell on you okay uh, and as she casts a spell a thing a shadowy form will pull itself out of your chest and like push itself out of you as if it's rejecting you, as if it's disgusted by you. It it like tries to keep you at distance as it rips itself from you. Nice. And that's when the nearby elf runs it through and kills cool. it. Wow. And the shadow vanishes. Grimes has one inside him as well. We shall take care of that one as well then. Rest. I, uh, since I'm naked, uh, I look down. What about my feet? <laughs> they say nothing <laughs> and leave. Okay. Um, Not worth level seven spell slot. All right. Grimes, you will hear a rapping on your bedroom door. Yes, please join us, Ram says from the bath. Two elves will <laughs> enter in. Um, one of them, the cleric from before, another one of the fighters from before. And the cleric will say, Marion, your companion has informed me of the thing possessing you. If you have the freedom to resist it still, we can remove it from you. Hmm. Does Grimes understand what they're talking about? Probably. I think it's pretty clear. Hmm. You mean the shadow? Yes. Grimes sits up in the bath and nods. Uh, the elf will pull yes. out a scroll, face you, and Did loudly. Take out a scroll for William? Nope. Didn't take out a scroll for William. Uh, and loudly intone the words within it. Um, the elf that was massaging your scalp has stopped. <laughs> um, did she not, like, explain more before she just starts casting spells? She did not explain more before casting spells, actually. Mm-hmm. This is pretty unsettling behavior. Are you going to let her finish her spell? I won't interrupt the spell, but I'm wondering if I would resist and declare demand a saving throw. Okay. Um, can we take a short break? We're getting some bad stream lag. Yes. Okay. Uh, I need to use the bathroom anyway, so I'll just be back Okay, in a we'll take a short break then. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody. We're back with more Homeward Bound. There was some pretty bad stream lag. I don't know how the VOD is affected. Um, but... Let's pick up where we left off. Grimes. There, an elf comes in, says she wants to remove a thing from you. 
and then just pulls out a scroll and begins speaking the words. In the minute it'll take her to cast that I turn to the companion and I say, what's, what's she reading? What's she, what's she encanting? A spell to help you. <laughs> Is there any sort of, uh, I don't know. I'll roll a willpower check for myself or something. I don't know if you would like to weigh in on this. I don't know if a pass or a failure is... I fail my willpower. I'm relaxed by the bath. Yeah, I think unless you want to weigh it, weigh in on this and like say something about Grimes' judgment or the vibes wow. these elves are giving me. I mean, they've been nothing but kind and courteous to you this whole time. Yeah. They've helped you every step of the way. They've given you food, shelter, clothing. Well, not clothing yet. They give you a towel. That's kind of clothing. Um, they've helped clean mm-hmm. you up. They appear to be the real deal. By all accounts, you're in Silvis. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason not to trust them other than the fact that they're heavily armed, armored, and spellcasters and casting spells on you without your consent. Yeah. I think I will uh, not resist. Although I do scan the room, make sure my possessions are still here. They are. Um, I, I look to a hilt of a sword. <laughs> does it make a hand. difference that while she's chanting the words to a spell, the elf next to her puts his hand on his arming sword? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he um, puts a hand to his weapon. Yeah. I don't know if that makes a difference. I, yeah. We'll see in a sec that he's just going to stab the demon if it comes out or something. Um, yes, that's what happens. The spell goes off. He sits up, he asks the elf. He looks over to his own arming sword, and then I think the scroll will go off, and I will not the, resist. The scroll goes off. Uh, you are hit with it. The shadow pulls itself out of you, and the elf runs it through, and it vanishes. Nice. And then the two elves leave. All draining, or how does it feel to have it out of me? Do you ever have like a really strong cough and when you're done with it, your lungs feel like all of a sudden like they're more free, like the phlegm has fallen off of them and like you can breathe more easily? It's that sort of like, oh man, I didn't even realize I felt all like goopy and gunky inside and now I I feel like I've got my full capacity. Hmm. Well. Well. Thank you, I say to the cleric. Thank you. And they leave. And the... All three of them? Nope, just the two of them. The one that's giving you a good scrub stays to continue giving you a good scrub. So no mercy for shadows, Grime says. Self. No sympathy there. This was a merciful act. They hmm. have died in our world, and their souls may return to Falumbra now. This is the closest thing to mercy we can give them. Hmm. Oh. Um, All right. They'll leave you. They'll go back to William. An elf will approach you with a, a blade that looks like it's made of red wood itself you can see like the rings of a tree it must have been cut right from the center of the tree um and start snipping parts of your flesh off of your chin okay um 
She's fairly surgical with it. The blade is sharp, but it's still, you know, chopping bits of off of you. And when she's done, there's like 24 of these things around your chin that she's cut off. And she speaks the words to a healing spell and the wounds instantly heal over. Nice. And uh, you've been... So now he has huge scar patches in his beard. Probably, but he's got a beard to cover it. I, I, well, because I'll cut the hair, right? I think I will then, after they leave, uh, fully shave, I guess. Okay. Nice. Well, you are clean. You are shaven. All right. And I um, look at my face in the mirror. How old do I look? Compared to when we left. Forties, fifties, maybe. You know, like a like an old forty. Okay. Like a well-worn forty. I just turned 40 when we left, so... Well, due to the double standards of the world, you look handsome. Distinguished. Yes, refined. You're the George Clooney of of, uh, human warriors. Damn right. Alright, I guess um, we have beds in these same rooms. Yes. Soft, gentle beds with like 10,000 thread count sheets, you know, just unbelievably soft and cozy. Can you guys hear that a lot? Yeah. A little bit. It's fine. I'm gonna close the door. In the window, I mean. Getting a lot of ambient sound today. <laughs> um, Maybe we should ask not... the elves if they've got any wine. Yeah, they'll bring you a bottle of wine, like we should do, a like drink. a big ass Greek vase of wine. Mm-hmm. Fine, Elven wine. Mm-hmm. Is there like um on the top of the tree? Is there like a terrace? Uh, no. Like well, if no. you ask, they will tell you it's not safe. That Scoria is still a menace and may come by at any moment to burn things down. And it's not safe to be outside of the tree, especially during the daylight hours. Um, but you can I rest. Deserve a drink together. So that night, I guess I probably can't sleep. Um, tossing and turning in bed, worried about going home. More worried about that than I've been about, you know, going to fight hordes of demons or whatever. Move your mic. Which way? There you I don't go. know, it's you're getting kind of quiet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, William's worried about going home and saying, you know, remembering what Brian said about my wife having new suitors and things like that. Probably can't sleep, so in the middle of the night, I'll uh, go and knock on Brian's door. Grimes, <clears throat> are you awake? <laughs> I'm wondering if Grimes would have even considered keeping watch, but I think I was lulled into a sense of security, relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely slept with weapons handy, but not in my armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grimes sits up in bed. Are there? There's doors to all these rooms, I assume. Mm-hmm. And they all meet in a central little room. Yeah. Weapon in hand. Crimes will walk over to the door. What is it, William? The opening at a crack. I can't sleep. You fancy a drink? <laughs> of course. I think I still have some wine. 
great. I brought mine too. Right. The uh, the elves said it's dangerous to be outside during the day, but maybe we should go and sit up at the top of the tree. Dangerous. <laughs> maybe they're just cowards. They probably never kill the dragon. I like I've never heard of anyone killing a dragon. And we've killed two. Almost three, actually. Come on, let's go. And uh, I'll take the stairs up. Presumably. Do we have like Paris. fancy elven robes or something? Yes. Like staying in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, you have fancy elven bathrobes. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. go up the tree. Um, there are four more floors that are very similar to the ones below you where there's like you go up on the outside and then there's like a passageway that leads to the middle with a whole bunch of rooms that branch off of like a middle small room um, mm -hmm. and after those four more floors then the stairs just continue with nothing apparent uh, with no doors or hallways apparent and just goes up and up and up the tree until so you grimes has a sword belt over a shoulder or something and then mm -hmm. a carafe of wine yeah, yeah, I guess I've got my sword up. with me as well, I suppose. And I'll go back to my room and get it, seeing that Grimes oh. is bringing his. <laughs> uh, you'll get to the top, or what seems to be the top, and there is a trap door above you. Alright. Push it open, if I can. Yep, you push it open. It opens into a room that encompasses the width of the tree, seemingly. And there's a, an elf there who looks oh. a little surprised to see you open the door. Uh, the <laughs> two of you step in. The elf stands and gives you a shallow is bow. He, is he sleeping? It's in the middle of the night. Nope, he was on watch. Oh. He's on watch. There are a few windows in this room that look out. They're more like uh, arrow loops than anything else, really. That One faces each cardinal direction, giving the elf 360-degree view. Um, the very center of the room has a, a column in it, uh, with a staircase wrapped around it that goes up to seemingly another floor. But the elf will look at you as you come in and be surprised excuse and say, me, welcome. Uh, excuse me, friend. We, we wanted to see the sky. It's been so long. See the stars. The elf points to one of the arrow loops. You can see it from here now that the leaves are burned away. What is further up? Grimes looks out the arrow loop. A few more rooms. Very well. I wanted to perhaps enjoy a drink beneath the stars. You will have plenty of time for that. May you live dozens more years, the elf says, like holding back a smile. Can I see anything out the arrow loop, or is it just... Absolutely, uh... yeah. I mean, on your side, it's sort of narrow, but it opens up quite a bit on the outside, giving you a pretty good view of the surrounding area. You can see the stars. Yeah. Vrossi is up there. Um, it's the most prominent one from your point of view, but if you go to a different window, you can easily see Bellum. Um, yeah. There's Maybe another not... staircase going up, you said? There is another staircase going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's our chairs in here. Can we have a drink in here? You can have a drink in here, yes. All right. Um, the elf uh, will be here with you, though, overhearing your words. Yeah, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? But I guess we'll make do with what we've got, so... I uh, 
pour Grimes a glass of wine and say, um, it's going to be different, you know, Grimes, when we get back. They, uh, they promised me lands. And new lands as well. I wonder if that's still... You intend to return to Solak after they, after the princess left you high and dry to freeze in Caledonia? I think we need to at least go After back. all that you did for her. My family's still like Rhymes, and whilst we're there. You we heard the elves, still. they'll take you anywhere. It's, it's different for me, Grimes. I've got. Children. Start a new life, don't you? Haven't didn't weren't you granted new lands? Yeah, new lands. Yeah, and fortune. They said. Do you know where that is? Ah, fortune. I like the sound of it already. <laughs> Maybe we'll go there. Get my kids. Maybe you were wrong about my wife. Maybe she'll come with us. I. I never said. Nothing was confirmed, William. Just rumors. Oh, you know her better than, uh, better than, uh, a bunch of spies ever could. Rhyme says, probably not believing it himself. <laughs> <laughs> she loved me, I think, but, uh, it's been a long time, and she was always into the finer things in life. Not, um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But no, we should go back. The least we can do is speak to Princess Sella and tell her what we've seen. What happened to us. See what she has to say. At least get you that pardon. <laughs> I... I don't need the princess's forgiveness. But... Yeah. I've... True. Walk to the ends of the earth for you. And I will serve you to the end of time, my lord. <laughs> well, started off a prisoner, Grimes, but, uh, ended a friend. And I'll pour another drink, I guess. I look to the elf. Is he listening? No, it's he's looking at a window on the other side of the room. to uh, better times. They're already getting better. Yeah. Alright, and I'll keep drinking until we uh, feel yeah, drunk. I think we sleep. drink to rain in the sunrise. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, you don't sleep much, even though you've got the most comfortable room possible. I guess the reality of what you're facing is a little bit too... What do you call it? Disassociative from the reality you've known for so long? It's like, well, we're we're alive for the first time in years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Why bother wasting your life with sleep? Soaking it all in. Yeah, why waste a minute of it? Well, eventually the sun rises and the other elves uh, will find you up here. This guy just chills in the tower, but eventually some elf like lifts the, the lid to the room and says an elven, uh, have you seen the humans? And the other elf's like, yep, they're up here. Do you recognize them? Or... Uh, yeah, you'll recognize. This is the, the cleric from before. Uh, mightily. Ah, mightily. Join us. I see. You're just enjoying the sunrise. It's a, a beautiful thing, isn't it? 
rising oh, over Dragon Peak, a burning orb rising where above the dragon who burns our woods. You can't kill it. We have not yet. Now, don't rub it in. <laughs> and it's not so easy to slay a dragon. Scoria is quite a bit different from the fabled white dragons you've slain. Has the have you actually slain them, or is that just rumor? Yeah, we killed. <laughs> Where do you? We killed two yeah. of them. I think one. Where do you think words. those? Where do you think those scales came from? They're red scales. They don't typically yeah. come from white dragons. A gift. A gift? They were white originally. Uh, God, it seems like untold amounts of time ago. But, uh, Bellum blessed them for us, protected us from the cold. Mm. The gods are great, says the cleric. Why not? <clears throat> William is great. The gods just helped. I didn't do it alone. He slew two dragons and sent another couple fleeing for their lives. But uh, well, I fear his slaying days are behind him. It is he's daytime earned, now. He's earned quite the retirement. Yes. Shall we ride? This beautiful as you, far as this. Would you like to go home? I look to Grimes. I say, uh, yeah, I think that's what we'd like. They will lead you downstairs. Okay. Stopping to let you get your gear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Just drop my armor on. Yep. Uh, you will find a group of seven horses and one large elk uh, down below, sort of tucked away in the trees. You'll have to leave the small town of Lothtrin and head deeper into the woods up the uh, uh, Isla River to where these horses and elk are. As you walk through the elven town, it's hard to see that it's a town. It's really just a bunch of trees everywhere. Um, um, if I'm looking out for them, do I see, like, what, like, crevices in the trees that could be doors, like the one that we entered before? Yeah, there, there's some weirdness to the tree, some unusual patterns and shapes, some sort of cut-ins. Could... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's okay. Come on. Wait, hang on. Hey, I see some. Oh, you see some cut-ins here and there. Oh. Sorry about that. You're fine. I just I wasn't good? sure if you heard. Um, you will walk through the burned ground. The soil at your feet is cooked and hard packed, but every now and then you'll see a little blade of grass or a dandelion starting to break through. Uh, you'll pass through the depth of the the uh, what do we call them? Giant sequoias until the very back of the town isn't quite 
so burned, right? The the town's maybe I don't know, two thousand feet long. And only the first fifteen hundred feet are badly burned. The last five hundred feet or so are still pretty intact. Um, and from here you will find horses and an elk. You can mount up and head south. Who's riding the elk? You are. Thank you. About us. Um, yeah, when we get to the, when we step out of the tree for the first time, I'll, because I've strapped my sword belt on and everything, I want to draw my flame sword and make sure that it still works. It works. Nice. I look up to the sky. Do all of our, like, blessed, like, my blessed ethereal blades still yes. shed flame? Yes. Or ethereal flame or whatever? Yeah. Yep. But it's daylight now. So there's not much light given off relative to what's around you. And they will bring you south through the woods. Uh, what about like the the stuff we brought back from the shadow plane? So I've got 50 feet of shadow rope. Is it just regular rope here or did No, it it's definitely some weird ass freaking bizarre uh, fabric rope, you know, made of unnatural, on this plane at least, fibers. But it's still okay. here. Nothing has vanished. Yeah. It just yeah. it looks twisted and weird. It has like a, a purplish color to it now that you're seeing it in actual light and color. Yeah. What about uh, the demonic pieces? So I've got uh, some bits and pieces of demonic armor. It's like Wait. iridescent colored. You know, the it's got like a black base. So it's like looking at Mother of Pearl, except if the underlying structure was black instead of white. So as you turn okay. it in the light, it'll shimmer all the colors of the rainbow. But it'll still Is remain it metal, dark. or was it, or was it obsidian? It's or... neither metal nor obsidian. It's some weird unknown substance that is hard but mm. light. Um, yeah, mm. it's it's not quite crystalline, but it's not metal. It's unknown demon material. Sweet. They will ride south with you through the woods for a couple of days. You'll actually have day and night cycles. They'll lay out bed rules for you. They bring food and water. They let you know when you enter Silirios um, that you're passing out of the Elven lands towards the Mystrian lands. And that's... Are we eating more of that bread? Yes. Yes, more of that weird juicy meat bread. Do you guys sell this? Can I? Uh, Got a recipe. Where can I, where can I get this? To take with me. We will leave you with our remaining supplies when you reach home. But you will not be able to get more unless you revisit us. Hmm. Well, if my captain gives me leave, I uh, may need to come back for a visit. Of course, it's the most Marian, delicious thing I've ever tasted. Of course, Marion, son of Ditchard, I say, but uh, I have no surname. But I suppose you may you may call me Marion if uh, if you wish. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, awkwardly ignoring that. Given yeah. that Grimes has never told me out of the name. You knew my name. You had like my you, you like session one. You got to see my file or something like that. Would they have known your what? name? I think so. 
Okay, maybe. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was the thing in Furfro. Like, <clears throat> William knew it, but kept it from the rest of the party or something like that. But that was okay. three years ago that he looked at your file, right? And he's been yeah. calling you Grimes ever since. That that sort of yeah. information might have slipped from his mind easily, especially with his old age yeah. setting in. <laughs> you said I wasn't that old. Like oh, boys. man, you're so old. <laughs> can we... Uh, can we safely travel through Mistria? Yeah. It'll be a short journey. And they will hand you cloaks, elven cloaks, that um, no. look very, very familiar. They're very much like the scrag cloaks you've got. I mean, you know, maybe wearing like... them or wearing some, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But they give us more. They will give you uh, a new one each. We're mm-hmm. running out, Grimes. Should I add this to, as another scrag cloak or I wasn't running I have 10 scrag cloaks still uh, you can <laughs> write I elven cloak it's it, yeah yeah I mean it's going to be mechanically the same as the scrag cloaks but it'll be the scrag cloaks will be visibly different of a different make mm-hmm. and it might matter to the elves which one you're wearing okay and at no point they ask us about they don't mention they bring it up nope no nope. they have asked I will swap it out nothing yeah. of you yeah, uh, they're nice guys. Uh, as <laughs> we get when they say that you know we're entering Mistra, I ask, uh, is this region still at war with Drakus? Mistria is, but this area is already dead. Half Hill is gone. Bridgegate is gone. You mean gone? Sacked? Burned? Devoid of life? Pretty quiet, Nick. Mm. Hang on. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mike was the wrong way. Sorry, it's probably better. <laughs> oh, there we go. So much better. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Uh, destroyed. What do you mean? What happened here? Are these these are Tracian's Half Hill was right? Half Hill's Mistrian. It was burned by Drakisian raiders, riders. Uh, Bridgegate was melted by Scoria, as well as the bridge that crosses the river Voden. We have magic to help us cross the ravine. Unfortunate. Well, Solwick's a long way away from the front lines. Hopefully things are better there. They will ride you to a road. You'll follow the road south. You'll come to the former bridge of Bridgegate, which was a grand structure crossing this massive canyon and is now just like little stands on either end with the whole middle of it gone. Uh, and is then right there, uh, past that. Mm-hmm. Do we, we see anyone else? Is there is the town abandoned? The road abandoned? The road is abandoned. Um, when you look across the canyon, you don't see movement in the former ruins of Bridgegate. You see melted stone walls, uh, burned out buildings. The whole place is just devastated. They'll ride along the river for a ways until they get to a fairly narrow point, at which point the cleric will use a dimension gate spell to create a portal on your side of the river and a portal on their side of the river and just walk on through or ride on through as it may be 
All right. And then they'll take you across the West Voden Plain. Uh, after, we're just going to kind of go through a lot of this fairly quickly. Um, You're not rolling for random encounters? There are very few random encounters here. Uh, most of the area has been damaged by war, and what hasn't been damaged by war has been driven off by the armies you're about to see. So as you go through the plain, eventually you will see campfires in the distance, which reveal banners as you get closer. The elves will use an invisibility spell to cloak all of you, including your mounts, probably a series of invisibility spells, actually, from the enemy. So and there is a wizard with us? Mm-hmm. Which banners are they flying? They're flying banners of Drekus. Various Drekusian houses. You'll see the uh, a lot of Rolwick banners, a bunch of Wick uh, Wick banners, and then a few others. You know, some Kershwick here, some some of the smaller noble houses around, uh, using an invisibility or greater invisibility or group invisibility. None of you are wizards, so you don't know the actual type of spell. One of these oh, yeah. invisibility variants. Uh, they will. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I point to the campfires. Like I, I see troops camped there. Are they uh, Drakisian or Mistrian? They're Drakisian. They surround Ralwick, holding it safe for the time being. For now, we will avoid them if you don't mind. They have many questions for people, and we can ill afford a delay. While their intents may be pure-ish, delay. What's, they... what's the hurry? I thought we could go wherever we wanted. You may. If you wish to end your journey here, we will leave you no, here. No. But we do not wish to be involved with their ongoings. It's fine. We can. Nor do I. I don't blame you. I was yeah, we can pass. Curious. Uh, they will ride you around various army groups, past patrols, taking the taking time. Sometimes too much time. Like, you won't see a patrol around you, and the elves will be like, hold on, no, wait, we're waiting for more patrols to pass. And you're like, Jesus Christ, what are you talking about? But then they'll move on eventually. Um, it'll be a multiple day journey through West Foden, through the North yeah. Grove. Um, and then they will take you off the beaten trail, sort of off the road, sort of through the woods, which you, William, especially know to be kind of dangerous woods out here. There tend to be... Yeah monsters about um but the elves either know what they're doing or have some sort of like aura that drives back monsters or you're very lucky because they they manage to avoid any semblance of combat as you make your way south through the woods and soon the woods begin to look a little bit more familiar the uh what do you call it the spruce trees give way to uh, Douglas firs which lets you know you're reaching the south end of Drekus eventually you cross a road and then you come to a river which you quickly recognize as the Buford River and follow that down yeah we're kind of skipping a couple of like a week or so of travel here the woods. Did we skip the roads or they skip yeah. the roads? And, yeah. and how, did we teleport over rivers or did, like water walk the horses over rivers? Uh, just, there will be some ride. It'll either be water walking or uh, what do you call them? Dimension gates again, depending on the thickness of the river. 
and the, yeah. the height of the canyon. And we don't run into any monsters at all. Mm -mm. Okay. It's been a long time since you've been here. Maybe the elves have some way of hiding from monsters, or uh, maybe there's none to be found, or maybe they just have really clever pathing. Or maybe monsters steer clear of 13th level PCs. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so we reach the Buford River. And uh, I guess I'll say, is this the is this the Buford River? Are we close to Solvik? We are close to Solvik. Uh, okay. And I don't know if you are watching the map, but you'll be way down here. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll take you'll find yourself at the confluence of these two rivers, the Gladeway and the Buford, which create the Bone Run. Uh, and it is here where they will blink you over the last river and take you down to the road where there is a bridge that crosses to Solwick and your elven party will stop here um, let you know that this is as far as they will take you they don't want to go into Solwick itself they ask you to return the horse and the elk but that the food and the elven cloaks are yours to keep you don't want to uh Stop in and rest for the night. The gruel in the dungeons is uh, <laughs> some of the finest you'll ever taste. I will take your word for that, Marion, <laughs> son of Ditchard. But I do have one ask of you. Of course. Is he speaking to me or to the two of us? Oh, he's looking at Grimes. Oh, okay. When you first arrived, you bore an elven cloak upon your back. We have given you cloaks of our own, if it is not too much to ask. May we have the one you wore when you first arrived? I nod and reach into my backpack and pull out a cloak. Um, uh... I have a I have a small stockpile, I say, handing one cloak across. Do you each want one? I look amongst the group. These are scrag cloaks. You see a visible flinch at the word scrag. Like yeah. an eye twitch. Made, yeah. Made by your uh bastard cousins across the sea. Sorry, did I strike a nerve? <laughs> I, I, yes. I, <laughs> <at this point>. <laughs> <laughs> we will forgive the... you. It's been some time since you've been among civilized folk. I cock my head. Is that what do you call your fa your fallen cousins? Brother, sister. Do you know of their fate? Yes. And we mourn them. Their loss. You know much about us. Were you scrying on us? Some things we have learned through our own endeavors. Some things through... Diplomatic missions. Through communications with our neighbors and some things the gods have imparted to us directly there are many gaps but what we know paints a 
vivid picture. Did Did you see what they did to conquest? I have heard We have all heard of the unfortunate events in Caldonia between our brothers and sisters and the invaders who took everything from them. Well, I suppose there's at least two sides to every story. There's water under a bridge by now, but the wounds are still tender. Well, my wounds are now scars. Some of us, uh, well, felt that a little closer than others. Who wants a cloak? They all raise their hands. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, there are six of them. Uh, four of them. Just four. Four of them. Yeah. So I will hand out hand a scrag cloak to each of them. They never did. They ever give me a correct term. They just called them cousins. Is scrag like a racial they call, slur against brothers elves? and sisters? Yeah. Yeah, it was the human word for them, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that's yeah. the derogatory human word for them. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. Yeah, I, how could you know? There's no way that you could have known. Yeah. Uh, I will turn to them and say um, thank you again my elven friends, we owe you a great debt whereas if you we may still be stuck in our place and I will you, be eternally grateful you owe a debt to Matrigal not to us well, perhaps both but I appreciate it uh, and with that they will take your horses and your elk and uh, turn around and head back the other way, leaving you to cross the bridge into Solwick on your own. I fought some orcs on this bridge once, Grimes. Orcs. Oh, young boy. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen an orc. Uh, they're in these forests somewhere. Last oh. time I checked. You, um... You ready to meet my family? Lead away. All right, I'll take a deep breath and uh, walk across the bridge. There's a guard on the bridge. Actually, uh, a group of seven people, eight people guarding the bridge. A knight and seven men at arms. The knight will stand in your path and say, "Who goes there?" I stand to cross our bridge. Of William and I say, uh, you uh, you have the honor of uh, treating with Kel William Marshall, captain of the Caledonian expedition, slayer of dragons. <laughs> they all chuckle amongst themselves. That's a good one. But really, who goes there? Oh. <clears throat> I Grimes like stands up from his bow or whatever and narrows his eyes. As I said, Cal William Marshall. And who are you, Ferris the Half-Elf? <clears throat> no, no, wait. You you must be, uh, what do they call him? Dirty Boy? You must be Dirty Boy. 
I I look over my shoulder to uh, to William to gauge his reaction. <laughs> okay, um, I'll uh, I step take a step forward so I'm like shoulder like I was behind Grimes a little bit, but I'll step <clears> forward <throat> next to him. And um, for the record, Neil, guys. we're wearing like dragon scale armor. And yes, you Grimes are wearing have, like, pauldrons of demonic metal and and elven boots seven. and elven cloaks. Yeah, yeah, and this third level knight and his zeroth level man at arms are asking you who you are before you cross this bridge. Can you believe? Can you imagine the audacity of these people? I know. My friends. Um, Grimes here speaks the truth. I hey, am... what happened to your legs? A story for another time. The I knight... behold her, turn them to stone. The knight comes forward and like picks a stick up from a, a nearby and like tries to reach out and tap your legs with a stick to make sure uh, they're actually rock. Grimes I mean, we don't let him do that, right? Yeah, I will. Uh, I will like block, attempt to like block the stick or something. Uh, I'm just sorry. Stomp on it and it. All right, all right. Yeah, I can tell by your no- voice you're a noble. Come on through. Mind your manners. Thank you. Could have just given me your real name. It would have been fine. I did give you my real name as I walked past him. They shrug it off like it's not a big deal. And uh, And, uh, I will look around me in awe as we walk through the streets of Solwick, and I will head back to my uh, humble house that I was living in. You get to the gate. You face a a similar questioning. They begin to ask you to give up your weapons and armor until they detect that hint of nobility in your voice, that that refined speech, and then they, they let you on in. Do you have a, a house in Solwick? I think, yeah, I think we live in Solwick. Is Solwick's. that the house that burned down? Yeah, probably was. Oh. Yeah. So what we get to and it's is it it's gone or? Uh, no, it's actually rebuilt. Um, or in the process of being rebuilt. You know, it's mostly done. There's still some stones being stacked. Do you have a house in Solwick or was it like a manor in the... Uh... Mataki says the house that burned down was the estate. So that would have been like out in the woods or something. Mm. Alright, so this is your townhouse then. Yeah, okay. So why is there a guard here? Uh Yes. If this is your townhouse, then there is indeed a, a guard here. Um okay. just the, the regular footman who watches the house. You know, there's probably a couple of people here that are all here all the time. You would recognize this footman from days long, long ago. I recognize him. Yeah, this would be... uh, His name is Harold. Harold the Herald? Harold the Herald. Yep. Uh, He'll see you arriving, and he'll do this, like, I think I know this person look in his face. This guy looks familiar. Lord Marshall? Yes. Is Melissa home? He straightens. No, she's she's with her father on the other side of town. Could you take us there? Of course. Uh, very quietly, he leaves his post. He keeps throwing looks over his shoulder at you like he can't believe that he's seeing you here. And he will lead you to the other side of town as the sun begins to go down. Um, I want to talk to him on the way there. Mm-hmm. How have you been, Harold? Are you well? 
Is my family well? Uh, I'm well, my lord. Your family... I I, I don't know what you've heard, but... uh, Lord John Marshall is dead. Stephen Marshall is missing. James has taken over the the family barony. Edgar is um, here in town, actually at at the family house that we just left. Uh, Melissa, Martha, and Eleanor are with Lord Caldonia. Lord Caldonia? Uh, your your father-in-law was granted a lordship and took the name Caldonia for his Richard. surname. Wow. <laughs> I nod. And they're all healthy. Let him keep that wasteland. Grimes <laughs> mutters under his breath. It's not there anymore. I'm glad to see you still well, Harold. It's been a I'll while. Send, send him to hell and let him take it back. I was told that you had perished, that you had died years ago. Yes, well, I think... Uh, some conversations need to be had. Uh, if you could keep this to yourself for now. Of course. Eventually you will... Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, Grimes was going to say, uh, hell wouldn't take him. <laughs> Kill demon after demon until it spat him back out. <laughs> you will arrive at the estate you recognize this place. It's Richard's house in town. It's uh, a little bit done up now. There are new banners hanging down with uh, snowflakes over a um, a field of blue below. Nice. Appropriate. There's a guard on the gate who sees Harold coming and salutes and opens the door. Harold will lead you right up to the front door onto a little porchway, give a, a knock on the door, and then look at you and be like, I, I assume, I guess this is your house you could go in Thank you, Harold, I'll, I shall wait for them to answer you can you can stay if you'd like but you can return He'll step back like ten feet from the porch to give you privacy, but stay and watch um, okay. The door will open, it's a butler who looks at you and goes uh, Yes <laughs> Uh <clears throat> yes, my lord. And Grimes will <laughs> whisper. Yes, my lord. Is uh, is Melissa here? Certainly. Please come in. And he leads the two of you into a waiting room, which you've been in many times before. Uh, and the butler will walk away, and you'll hear her. Um, go ahead. I said Grimes hasn't been here before. Oh, Wait, right. as the butler's as the butler's leaving, I'll say, um, "Can you get ahead to bring the children, please?" Uh, yes, I will inform her of your request. Thank you. And as he walks away, you can hear him on the other side of the wall speaking to a a masculine voice. Um, And the butler leaves. The voice comes close to the door. The door opens, and it's Richard who pokes his head in. Presumably, you know, he opens the door with like a, a hello, guest. Richard. So good to see you, father. Son, is that you? Yes. Uh, you can see he is overcome with emotion and throws down whatever was in his hand and runs to give you a deep hug. Yeah, I'll hug him. Say, um... shake my head, it's... How did you... I can't can't begin to explain. 
You were dead! I, I never died. But, uh, look, this is... This is oh, my, my friend, Grimes. Grimes, this is Richard, my father-in-law. I bow as best I uh, can without an etiquette proficiency. And don't say anything. He looks up and sort of pushes William away enough to reach out a hand to shake yours and says, I I have heard so much about you. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet. How are you alive? I look, to, I look over to William questioningly. How, how are you? No, no, that's a, that's a long story. You, Melissa! He turns and shouts down the hallway loudly, very unlordly-like um, for Melissa. And then turns back to him. Um, she was, she's bathing the children right now. She might be a minute. Please, fine. sit. Well, your legs, Willie. What has happened to your legs? I, I'd rather not speak of it. I, uh, I suppose Don't I Don't worry about it. Protest. I know many people. I will... I will find a wizard that can undo this magic. I swear. Really? I, if it takes every last drop of my fortune, I'll find a way to undo that. You've been, you've been gone for so long. Where have you been? I must. Uh, I owe it at least to Princess Sala to explain to her everything that's happened. So, you can accompany me. I'll, I'll explain then. He is, got gobstopped. Gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. That's it. Um, Grimes is looking around this parlor for the first time, taking it all in. Um, Dude, there's some nice with an appraising shit here. eye. Yeah. There's some nice shit here. Fine Caldonian relics. <laughs> yes. Yes, there are oh, really? fine Caldonian relics here. And uh, there, are, there are gold statues. There are fine tapestries. There's like nice old books. There's, you know. There's some Did nice shit here. the dragon's head back? The dragon skull. Is that in here? Maybe that's in the castle. Yeah, maybe it's in the castle. Uh, eventually... So I think I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Melissa comes down uh, with the kids in tow, drops the little um, lamplight that she's holding, throws herself at you. The butler nearby Melissa. has to put out the fire that the dropped lamp starts. <laughs> My love. I'm so glad to see you. Uh, she breaks down in tears, unable to properly voice things. The kids look at you, not understanding who the hell you are. I crouch down after I'm done hugging Melissa and say, Martha, Eleanor. Melissa turns to them and says, It's me, William, your, your father. This is your dad. Uh, the elder child kind of clicks and Martha throws herself at you as well. Eleanor clings to your wife's leg, not sure who the hell you are, what what the hell's going on. Mm. Did you did you get the letters I sent you? Melissa nods enthusiastically. And uh, you can see that Martha's hands are cut and scarred and uh, calloused from wielding weapons a lot. She is uh, 13... 12, 13 years old now? You got the sword I sent you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantastic. I've, uh... We'll need to spend more time together. The days ahead will be good. I'm sorry to have left you for so long. All of you. You too, Eleanor. Eleanor still hasn't said a word and hides behind... Uh, Melissa's leg. While this is going on, Richard... Up. 
comes over to Grimes and shakes your hand again and says, I, I don't know what you've done to keep my boy safe, but I, I would like to thank you personally for this. Don't thank me. Thank him and not William. Don't be He's... modest. Grimes here has saved my life on multiple occasions. I think you're talking to your. This is the the side yeah, convo while you're. Oh, okay. While you're loving yeah. on the wife and kids, yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry. He saved us all. I'm sure he couldn't have done it alone. Where are, where are, are the other two? Where's Ferris and Grimes? Uh, um, uh, Jaromir. They didn't make it. Captain Hughes? Uh, Grimes narrows his eyes. Left to die. Abandoned by princess. We waited. The ships never, the ships stopped coming. How could you, how could you think William was dead? Nothing could kill that man. Caldonia vanished. It disappeared. It ceased to exist. We thought all was lost. Well. Good luck finding your lands, Lord Caldonia. (laughs) If you need... I'll interrupt the conversation by bringing the children over to Grimes and say, uh, Martha, Eleanor, this is, uh, this is your uncle Grimes, my closest friend. Martha, what a beautiful name. My favorite goddess. Grimes will take a knee. Are you the criminal? (laughs) (laughs) Once... If you steal anything from this house, she starts to say before the mom puts a hand. No, sweetie, he's a friend. You can see the the warrior in her is fierce and she's ready to fight you, Grimes. (laughs) That's good. Um, I'll stand up. I I actually. Oh, go ahead. ahead. I I actually stole a great many things for this house. In fact, I can see a lot of it around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll stand up and speak to Melissa and Richard and say, um, it's, it's fantastic to see you both, but um, I don't know what the future holds, but I think I should go and speak to the princess. Tell her what happened. Absolutely. We, we must see to the princess tomorrow, uh, first thing in the morning. She must know of, of what's happened. Yes, yes. All right, well, uh, let's she, take the night, though. She owes you a debt. The whole kingdom owes you a great debt. Is this true? The the wealth we found, it helped with the war? Absolutely. This you comforts me. Things have not gone as well as we would like, but... The, the wealth from Caldonia has proved in, invaluable. You saw the armies in West Voden on the way down here. It's the war with Mistrea carries on. It does. It goes um, less well than we have, would have liked. 
Scoria is a beast like none other. Her involvement with the war was not at all for a long time, and then when she decided to join in, things went far less well than we would have liked. Um, You will quickly find that the nearby lands have been burned. The fields that have long fed the kingdom of Drekus now lie ashen. We rely on stores built up over time, which are doing well, but the rationing is a thing, and... Very very well, Father. Let, let us speak on this on the morrow. Let's enjoy each other's companies for now. And uh, I'll speak to the butler and say, um, can you prepare a room for my friend here? I shall make up two rooms, my lord. Two rooms? <laughs> I look over to Melissa. Uh, he sort of... St- I mean, uh, one room, of course. Thank you. Yeah, don't you know William and I share a room? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you guys can talk. Is there anything you'd like to say or know or tell them? Um, I think there's just a lot of asking about, you know, the kids growing up, what they like, getting to know Eleanor, speaking yeah. with Melissa. Well, Melissa is um, headstrong uh, with a penchant for swift action. Uh, she's a little hot-headed. She keeps, like, throwing herself into things that are not her business, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, Eleanor is a little bit on the other side. She's a little little softer, more shy. Uh, She's sort of grown up without a father so much and is, um... How do you say? She's more the, the, the quiet kid in class, but she's shown aptitude and intelligence. Um, Yeah. Melissa is speak to my brother as well. Melissa does wear a wedding ring, the same one that you gave her long okay, ago. That's good. I assume it would have come up by now if she was remarried. <sighs> yeah, one would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't ask, because it's yeah. probably insulting to ask. Yeah. I just assume that it's not happened. I mean they want to hear your whole story. Do you tell it? Um just watch the VODs. Yeah, I mean, I suppose <laughs> I'm kind of was kind of hoping to live, but uh, I guess I will wait tell for it. The, I'll, I'll tell the version at dinner with the kids there that involves like, um, you know, when we last got to and it was frozen and crime saved the little girl from the water. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, fought great battles against monsters. Like I'll describe the Nulls and how mm-hmm. we explored abandoned towns and the lighthouse and found conquest, but I'll leave out the stuff of the the scrags. Uh, maybe I'll talk about the volcanoes a little bit, and I won't talk about the demon plane or anything like that. But then after they go to bed, I'll tell uh, the more full story to the adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Richie kind of knows vaguely what happened up until Caledonia disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a, a pretty good idea of how everything was going. Up until Caldonia vanished, up until the last ship left, really, and then uh. they scried and it was gone. Apparently, they they sent a ship, and the island just wasn't there, and so they thought the ship captain had gotten lost or drunk, 
they almost had him flogged, and then someone scried, and Caldoni was actually gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose they would think he was drunk. I saw yeah. to talk about when we. Do you know you you don't know what happened to Hughes, to Alyssa, the rest of the the rest of them? No. Soldier station there. No, I think the last thing we know is that we we sent some slaves to go dig out a library on behalf of a local wizard. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Those slaves, they had word of a a cave, a, a hole in the mountain somewhere that they said uh, maybe linked to the these scrags that we've been reading about in the in the texts left behind in some of the cities that we'd explored. The ancient creatures. Yeah. Yeah, it's seemed that the humans of Caldonia led a great war against them. Uh, they were elves. Uh, they lived in the forests. The war raged for decades, I believe. Very bloody. Well, um, we explored that hole, and we stumbled upon a few of them eventually. We killed them, but they were very, very strong warriors. Ancient probably alive, alive, the same ones alive since when the humans of Caldonia were there and they saw retribution we were Grimes and I, Faris and Yaramir were out mountaineering exploring other avenues and when we returned to conquest Hughes, the slaves the rest of the crew all dead Scrags killed every last one of them we um well, after that, we weren't really exploring anymore. We were just out for vengeance. I'll, I'll speak more of it tomorrow, but it was bloody, brutal, and well, we killed them all. Break some curse that they held over the place. They kept it gold, I think. In doing so, well, I suppose the. Caldonia, the, the entire continent vanished, that's what you saw but it didn't disappear, it went somewhere else somewhere much worse I uh I looked at my wife it's hard to even explain it Richard puts a hand on yours and says, William in your absence I have been showered with honors and gifts which I have do not deserve. I have been granted large tracts of land and I would give them to you. Uh, he has the servant bring him a map and he will show you um, everything below this line. The Frostlands and the east of South Gro- uh, west of Southgrove are were mine but come morning I'll have the lawyers draw up papers and I will transfer them into your name and there are two towns here he motions to uh, he points to two spots on the map the larger town is on the coast and there is a, a smaller town near the Buford River as well as a, a bunch of small villages whichever one you wish to be your seat I will build you a castle there. Thank you, brother. You seem to have done off on me. 
very well in my absence. And I appreciate it. I guess I'll give him a hug at that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was expecting me to say no, but I, I accept. Yeah. No, he seems happy that you have accepted. Um, and he tells you that this will make you the largest non-royal or royal-related landowner in Drekis. Fantastic. Uh, yes, can, only... I keep my... can I keep my name? I don't have to be Lord Caldonia, do I? <laughs> of course not. You're Fantastic. Lord Marshal. Yes. My, um... My brother is in town, right? Edgar, he's, he's, he's here? He is. Why isn't he here? I, I should have called for him a lot. I'm sorry, it slipped my, slipped my mind. That's fine, that's fine. So we'll call over the brother. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'll speak to my brother about the decline of the rest of our family. <sighs> yeah, he doesn't have great news for you on that front. Because I, I, I received a letter from... So which is the one that's gone crazy? Stephen. Stephen's missing. Yeah. Stephen, the one that wrote to me saying that the other one had gone crazy. I can't remember that one. I don't remember either. Okay, so I ask about Stephen. What happened to him? Why was he last seen? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Give me one second here. Okay. It is... So James wrote to you. Okay. Um, the James third brother wrote to you. Or is he dead now? He's alive. He sits on the throne. Okay. Not the throne. He, he's taken over for John and Stephen. Yes. Okay. That's good. I'm glad to hear that James is well and that the village is in good hands. As good as can be. Yes. We'll see that uh, their family gets any means that they need to repair any damages or fix any problems that have occurred in my absence. Uh, we'll do what we can, but things being what they are... <laughs> There's war on, you know. Yes, yes. Well, um. But I we'll suppose anyway. you're yeah. eager to get back to the fight. He says half jokingly. <laughs> I think I fought enough for a lifetime, but I don't know. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Grimes, would you um, would you give me a charisma check here, Grimes? Uh. Sure. Would you like any sort of advantage for my ring of handsomeness? No, this is more of like a trustworthy check. You know, these people have never heard, seen you before. They've only heard of you as like the criminal that's serving as the mountain climber. Um, and here you are showing um, up on the doorstep. Yeah. Perhaps I, I think the rumors are nothing but rumors. I think Grimes stands, sits silently in the background like a good servant. Um, but he's armed and armored like a proper warrior men-at-arms so and between those factors and the way that william is treating you the family uh takes you in as their own 
there's no like hiding of the silverware from you or no, no. Um, you know keeping an eye on you you know I have a hundred precious gemstones tucked away in our bag of holding I have no need for their silverware they don't <laughs> know that though you know <laughs> yeah um, we've got yeah. so much stuff still um why don't we all right. skip to the next day yeah you can go see Princess Sela Solwick. Um, and like the others before, she will be incredulous uh, at your survival. Let me check my notes here real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, she is incredulous at your survival. And at Grimes' survival, they wish to hear your full story, which um, can be done in a private sitting room, not like a proper throne room. And if you guys will yeah. indulge them and tell the tale, they will sit with rapt ears, listening to everything you have to say. Um, I ask for someone to, I mean, there's someone making notes as we talk. Absolutely. There, there are advisors, wizards, clerics, fighters, all sorts of people here listening. Um, mostly seated like in a second or third row a little farther back it's really just you and grimes Sella, and richard and then you know these other observers a little bit further back making notes and jotting down things but staying quiet i'll give a full detailed account and i'll defer to grimes for parts that he may be more um appropriate to like speak about so like what happened after i went down in the final battle the scruggs the stuff with the orb and that I only ever heard that second hand so yeah. Grimes can tell those parts of the story um, and when we get to that bit <clears throat> and how I was like, downed in the final battle it was Grimes that finished the job and pulled me to safety and I'll thank Princess Sella for recommending that I bring Grimes along um, you flatter me but I'd hardly call where we wound up safely or safety <laughs> Yes, well, that brings us to the next uh, part of the tale. If you thought Caldonia seemed inhospitable, I shame head. You've got, you've got no idea. We uh, we headed back to the coast, hoping to find a ship, perhaps that you'd sent for us, or some supplies that had been left, or any sign of our way back home. We didn't see anything, and. We headed north back to Saltport, where the lighthouse was, thinking maybe uh, maybe we'd see something there, or we could light the lighthouse and leave a signal for help or something. And help came, or at least something came. These these things landed on the coast in a in a boat made of flesh and stormed the land. I, well, we we took to calling them demons. <clears throat> red armored plates swords made of black stone we fought them off and found a boat of our own and headed north across the ocean looking for home only to find a hellscape where the land wasn't black charred stone it was living flesh itself Hordes of these things roamed, ever increasing size and ferocity, fighting each other to the death, eating the corpses of the 
dead friends and enemies only to be reborn and fight again in an endless tide. It was unthinkable, un ungodly. The worst thing that I've ever seen. By the grace of the gods, we saw a path. Matrigal herself guided our way. And we fought our way to the top of a tower across a bridge with an everlasting battle. We crossed through to somewhere else. And then there was another portal. And somewhere else again, like this, but bathed in shadow. We walked for days, weeks, months. Somewhere near Mistra. We passed the Dragon's Peak where Scoria lives, but there was nothing, not a single soul. Until we found some elves that led us to a portal, took us to Silvus, and escorted us back here just a day ago. Uh, I think we we closed the portals on the way. On the way, destroyed what we could, but I'm worried that those those demons, those things, they might find a way here. Who knows what damage they could do? When your story has finished. She will tell you that not too long after your departure, they did find their way here. What? They destroyed Eridon. They brought the kingdom to its knees, broke it, and then hid until the prince of Drekus went and sealed them in a magic sphere. That will never be opened again, and left them to die. Can't believe it. They were already here when we were still in Caldonia. They precipitated all the events of the war. Can you believe that? But they have been dealt with by one of our own princes. Now it seems that the. Trekissians are demon slayers on many, many levels. And if we can slay demons, then we deserve to rule Arcadia. For only we can keep it safe and free. I guess. So, the war, the dragon, the mistrains. The war continues. Mistria is all but vanquished. Only the dragon keeps them in the game. Bridgegate is destroyed. Ralwick is damaged. Bontheris is under siege. The western steppes, the Lardian crest, the Fraunhall plains, all burned. The farms and fields there, ruined. The Matavans have sided with the Mistrians, importing food and grain from... Weatherlight and Gadia, uh, a new kingdom that has arisen. But we have stores, supplies, weapons, manpower, training, organization. Come the spring and the new warring season, we shall see these Mistrians dead. Their siege at Bontheris will be broken swiftly, easily. And they have few men left to defend their homeland. 
What of the dragon? The dragon is the only real threat. Do you have a plan? There are plans in the works. Queen Wick has some ideas. Her brothers have some actions to take. We'll see what they have to do. What they have to say about it. But I believe you've earned yourself a rest. Yes. Unless you are not weary yet of fighting. But I presume... That's all I've ever known. But I could do with some time to take stock of my family and get to know my children. Of course. This is when High Princess Sulla turns to Grimes and takes a stand and says, Grimes, you have completed your service more than was ever expected of you. You are a free man from here on out. And considering how far above and beyond the call of duty you have gone to bring home our son, I shall grant you a 5,000 gold stipend. Uh, Richard immediately stands up and says, and I will match it. Wow. Grimes was looking skeptical before, but he won't turn down gold. (laughs) Why? I am honored, princess. I... What I did, I did in service to, uh, Lord Marshal, and in turn, the kingdom. Okay. Um, they will hear the rest of your story if there's any more to it, either of you. Uh, Richard, you said that there's many villages and lands within in my new holdings. Yes. I would see Grimes granted some of those. They are yours to give away. You're not. I told you you'd make yourself a lot out of this, Grimes. We'll see to it once things have settled. I'm I'm honored, but what would I do with land, William? I don't know. Command the respect of the peasants. Okay, I mean, yeah, I think we finished the story of uh, what we actually got up to. Yeah, why don't we take a a short break here, and um, we'll come back on the other side of the break with a little more, because we're not quite done with our wrap-up. Okay. Small details left. So, see you guys on the other side of our break, right? You know, is that 10 gold every every year? uh... It should be, right? Stipends every year. Uh, Ooh, (laughs) no, they were just giving you, like, an upfront cash payment yeah. oh okay. yeah. yeah maybe they used the word stipend wrong right. see so you guys on the side of the break <laughs> hello everybody and welcome back to homeward bound you relay the whole story of your adventures people take diligent notes grimes is forgiven his crimes granted wealth 
You have been granted lands, a castle to be built in your name. Your father-in-law has sworn that he will find a wizard to repair your legs. Um, it may take him some time to do it, but he will do it. He'll see it done. Um, Sweet. Is there anything else? Take my back. Well, well, we're not there yet. It's not <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Is there anything else that you feel, anything in particular that you feel the princess ought to know? Um. Yeah, we should probably speak about the the butthole that we saw, and that uh, it seems to be like. William, you told me that was our secret. <laughs> it seems to be like. Or the demon one. Spawning the demons or controlling them. They will take diligent notes uh, and hear all your theories on the subject. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell them of the black dragon in the shadow plane. Yes. One of the advisors will peek up when you start talking about that and ask very pointed questions about its description, what it looked like, its shape, its scales, eye color. It you know, was everything. an acid-breathing dragon, but we didn't actually see it breathe acid. But It looked like it would breathe acid. It looked like it might. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we mention... I don't know. Maybe we should mention all the magic items that we have. We can't identify, or we could just do that on our own time. We should probably just do that on our own. I don't time. think we would specifically mention magic items, would we? No. Maybe we, uh, we would mention the blessing of Bellum, right? But surely I mean, they can't demand gifts from the gods. No. Yeah, I guess I'll show them the flaming sword. Say that we were guided by Bellum the way. And uh, maybe I'll ask if they ever receive the crystals that we sent back to yes yes we received a, received a box of crystals how many did we send so long ago now who can even remember <laughs> all right do we ask about that no, i don't think so um oh what about the, uh, the dragon skull do you ever receive the skull of Sleet? They will take you to the war room where it is mounted above the table. Down. Stuff. Nice. Whenever they plan or discuss matters of war, they will do so under the skull of a dragon slain in their name. Badass. Yep. Yeah, alright. I mean, I think. I don't know, Ryan. Can you think of anything else that we definitely should tell them? Mm. I don't know. We probably do talk of our alliances with the Knolls, right? Yeah, we should mention Zara and Nimrod. Right of how we kindle the friendship with these beasts. They aren't as bad yeah. as they seem. Maybe we shouldn't be slaughtering Knolls willy-nilly. It is taken straight-faced, um, with no chuckling, but definitely some amount of surprise that you are being so kind on monsters. I mean, the start of the story was very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh... We um, is there a... <clears throat> is there a wizard here? There is. I, you know, I do have some of the Armour's scrolls. 
and whisper to William. Yeah. We turn them over, I guess. I'm or sure, should I keep um, them as a memento? We'll have our own wizard once this the dust settles, I think. Yeah. Maybe I'll hang on to those. Yeah. Gatebreaker horns, demon armor. Grimes is a hoarder. He'll probably keep these relics for himself. Yeah, I think we should keep hold of all that shit. They don't make a a request for anything like that, do they? Nope, nope. They they're yeah. here to listen to your story. Uh, whatever gear you have on you, they seem to think is yours and uh, make no request for any of it. Well, Sala, the expedition and everything that followed was well, it was um, a great journey. Dangerous, uh, tragic. Many, many good lives were lost and I hope that uh, something has been done to help the families of those that died out there Captain Hughes, Corporal Alyssa the rest of the men I hope their families were compensated there was a like a nodding around the table good good and perhaps um, I'd look to the person taking notes and say I think all of this uh, would make a good, a good tale. Perhaps it should be written up more formally so that uh, children in the future can learn of the heroic deeds of Yaramir and Faris. Captain Hughes. We can bring a bard to you and have them write down your story as you wish it to be told. This would be most agreeable. All things agreed to. You guys will slowly shuffle out of the keep after spending, Is, I would expect. Has ever questioned how Grimes communicated with uh, giants and gnolls and kobolds? Yeah, I guess that might have come up in the story. They know what you stole. They were never mm-hmm. able to find it, and then all of a sudden you're talking about speaking with these creatures that you have no right speaking with. And no one says anything. But these people would have to be pretty dumb not to put the pieces together. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's like wizards in here, and the person that you stole the item from in here. <laughs> um, it appears that they're willing to just like let it go and not. That goes along with the pardon. Yeah, you know, like... Plus, I'm so handsome. Yeah. That's true. Well, we'd have been in a... I mean, who knows what would have happened if you never had that ring, right? We'd have been kind of fucked. Right? I mean, you were in jail because you wouldn't give it up, right? They weren't able to find it on you, so they threw mm-hmm. you in the slammer and then tossed you to Caldonia. Maybe she, maybe Princess Ella knew that I would have the ring with me when she, when she recommended me for the expedition. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Behind closed okay. doors, there will be the like, God damn it, he still has that the whole time? <laughs> all right, all right, whatever. It's fine. It's a small price to pay for everything else that's happened. It's fine. So, um, is the money run out now from Caldonia? Uh, no, not really. The oh, money good. has been properly invested in various places. There are some good returns coming in from this thing and that thing, and uh, it seems to have been a, a great boost to the war effort. 
And as everyone's leaving the keep and, you know, Melissa's here with the kids and they're a little bit difficult to wrangle and some knight comes over to you, William, and just wants to shake your hand. And it's a long process to leave the keep. You keep getting all these folks coming up to you trying to shake your hand and salute you and ask you to, you know, kiss their baby or whatnot. And Grimes is sort of left on the side. All the accolades and honors and praise really seem to be coming for William. Everyone's pretty excited about Lord be. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hero of our tale. I'm the yeah. only one who feels that Grimes deserves more recognition, right? You're oh. the only one that's trying to get Grimes more recognition. Yeah. Yeah. But but while this is going on, and while William is slightly distracted with these other things and people coming up f- trying to feel his muscles and whatnot, uh, Grimes, you're on the streets outside of the keep, taking in a breath of fresh air. When uh, a gentleman comes up to you with a, a cane and a bit of a limp with his walk. And he says, Oh, Cousin Grimes, it's so good to see you again. I didn't I know you were back in town. Guy. No, you've never seen this man in your life. <clears throat> uh, can I guess a rank based on looking at him? Or is that, is that uh, possible? Yeah, he looks like just a, a low level uh, courier runner. I guess if he called me cousin, then mm-hmm. cousin would, yeah. He would have mm-hmm. called me nephew or son or something like that. Right, right. <clears throat> cousin, I say, nearing my eyes. You know, you. our grandmother has been hoping to talk with you. Do you think you might have a moment to, to spare to hear her out? She has an offer for you. I shrug. Very well. Looks like your your friends are busy. The, I think the family owes me some money, I say. Come with me. And he will lead you. I have a my character sheet, Neil. Since it's like <laughs> level six. Family owes me 5,000 copper. <laughs> Don't you think that I'll forgive a penny? All right. You will get brought to a a comfortable room on the fourth floor of a tavern here in town. Hmm. Uh, Is there a view or is it dark? It's an interior room with no windows leading to the outsides and a hallway Mm -hmm. that goes all the way around it. This this building is filled with your type of person, call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you will be brought to a room. And here there is an old woman an old man a handful of middle-aged folk all seated around a table and a couple of people seated around the edge of the room in other chairs this room is dimly lit by a magic glowing lantern that hangs from the ceiling that produces a soft orangish red light are they here when I arrive so they are here when you arrive a bunch of people seated at a table yes yes um, I, and, uh, am I am I disarmed as I enter, or allowed to? Uh... You are allowed to keep your weapons. No one oh. disarms you or anything of that kind. Um, and you are brought to this room. The old woman stands up, and beforehand, you were given her name is Gilly, uh, and she will introduce herself and say, "Crimes." Dear, dear Grimes, you've been away from us so long. Your family misses you dearly. I do believe that um, there were certain 
favors done and debts owed. I think the best way to repay you would be to offer you a seat here um, as a, a senior advisor to the Solwick family. You can weigh in on matters, your expertise abroad, on this plane and on others. She says, knowing information about you that you've only just told to William's family and that group of people back at the uh, the keep an hour ago. I know uh, how the family works. Yeah, got they've got ears everywhere. Yeah. Is there an actual seat at the table? Um, no, there's not actually a seat at the table, but she does motion to a seat beside the table, um, like right behind her and to her right side. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an empty chair. The table itself is reserved for the decision makers, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bureaucrats of the family, so to speak. Um, what she's offering. Family. Yeah, I've what she's been a, always been just a cousin. What she is offering you is a position. It would be a rank of father within the, the family, but it wouldn't be a decision making rank. It would be an adv- advisory rank. Um, uh, yes, you would be a special advisor. You would be getting in the room, if not at the table in the room. Uh, and this is a blanket offer. With it comes a certain amount of wealth, a cut, a percentage of the cut from everything done in the area. Uh, and you will get your own small group of people that work under you. You can pick them out, or if you want them to be assigned to you, they can be assigned to you. This will generally follow the followers that you get at ninth level as a rogue. If you want them. Sure. I take it, uh, you found the, uh, packages on the docks? Of course. Or the You've done uh, very or well. they made they made their way overboard, as the case may be. There have been some complications. <clears throat> um, they generally worked well until, well, a different sort of person got in the way. Some of the boxes went missing. We have our feelers out for who took them, but the case has <clears throat> run dry. Zaz is dead, murdered. Zaz? Murdered. Was she one of ours? Sort of. Sometimes. She danced in many circles. Well. I... I owe the man, Kel Marshall, a great deal. As I hear it, he owes you a great deal. I shake my head. I owe the man my life. He has my service and admiration. But I, uh... That's good. One cannot forget. One cannot forget where they came from. Loyalty no. is an important thing. 
And though they may pretend to accept me, pretend that they take me in as family, I fear it's all a ruse. One cannot forget where they truly came from, who their real people are. Grimes takes a seat at the corner, or in the, the corner, the, the open seat. And by my account, I'm owed 5,000 copper plus interest. <laughs> There's a chuckle that runs <laughs> around the table. Uh, someone mm. will bring you a bag of 50 gold. Nice. Uh, the first gold that Grimes writes on his character sheet in 13 levels. <laughs> wow. So I'll go ahead and delete that family owes me note and write an actual. Maybe I got some. I don't. I don't. I can't exactly remember, but pretty sure there's been no loot of that kind through the entire campaign. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. it sounds like they're perfectly amenable having Grimes as a plant within the nobility. If that's the way that you want to do it, then they are on board. Yeah. Shadowy advisor to the family in Solwick. I don't mm-hmm. know where our adventures will take us, but well, they would like to be probably... able to call upon you when things get a little bit out of their typical wheelhouse, when strong magics get invoked, or when there are things in circles that they have trouble reaching. You are the person. When there are monsters from other planes, you are the one they ask about. They will come to you for all manners of things beyond their typical control. Uh, William, eventually you'll notice that. Go ahead. Go. I was going to list there's more details. I think we can uh, fade to black on the uh, backroom family dealings. I don't think uh, chat's high enough rank to hear about these discussions. (laughs) No. These are closed door discussions. William, eventually you'll notice that Grimes is missing, but hey, he's probably deserved to walk around the town on his own. I think yeah. everyone can meet up again at some point. I do feel a bit weird when Grimes isn't with me, though. Like, we've been together for... I'm trying to think, like, what's Three. the most we've been separated, probably, when you've, like, climbed something, or when you went to the dragon's lair, here or when we were still on Caledonia. Mm-hmm. Without me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yeah, with that grab swatch from back, I do feel a bit nervous walking around town. But I guess you shut off in the company of friends. Just a few hours. It's yeah. uh, late in the year. It was December 13th when you first came through the portal, by my calculation. So it must be, it's taken you like a week and a half to get here. It must be like December 23rd, 24th, something uh, like that. Just in time for Christmas. Uh, yeah. We'll have Christmas here, but we do have some sort of Yule winter solstice festival. Yeah. Um, we're probably just past it. And oh, okay. maybe we're just about it. I don't I'd have to look up on the calendar when, when that is. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, finally you are being asked if you would like to stay in Solwick. Uh Richard says to you, William, if you've been out for so long, I, I would understand if the liveliness of the city was too much for you. 
I don't know if you wish to stay here or be taken to your new home and your lands. I'll have an architect brought out soon and you can discuss plans for the type of castle you would like. You said there's two towns, right? I'd like to visit them to decide where to place this castle. Maybe spend some time in the country. Uh, yeah, the, the trees, the grass, the open sky. You can be brought to, to your two towns. Um, you can feel free to name them if you would like. You've got the larger coastal town and the slightly smaller uh, river town. And then there's like a bunch of villages around here. Additionally, the area of the Frostlands are entirely yours. You have hunting rights to this, which is actually kind of a big deal because it's the only snowy area in all of Arcadia, which means it's the only place to find certain types of creatures. Polar bears, for example, yeah, are only found here. Um, the area is it, of Atreya is, is a big sort of a mystery. It's been here for a long time. It's got this really hot, hot springs in the middle of it. Um, and it's surrounded by this large wall of hills. And no one really knows how it got there or why. And it's such a bitch to get to. And the weather around it is so miserably cold that no one ever goes there. But you're well, kind of familiar with the cold. So. Yeah, maybe that's an adventure, a nostalgic adventure for William and Grimes to head to the Cinder Spring and check it out. Mm-hmm. See what's there. We've still got our wa- magical warming armor. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I assume Grimes will come with you to visit these two towns. Of course. I think after after that short couple hours of absence, Grimes will return, mm-hmm. and I think he yeah, sees himself as William's bodyguard, personal servant, whatever you ask. I offer to give one of the towns to Grimes, but it sounds like maybe you'd rather just hang out with William in whatever town I'm living in, so... Yeah, I think, uh... Owning land, a town, sounds like an awful lot of responsibility and potentially more cost than, uh, than it is reward. I mean, I will serve in whatever way you deem most important, but... Well, I don't know. I never saw myself as much of a landlord. No, I never thought that I was destined for it either. But uh, <clears throat> I think there's a few titles that a few important people I should have by my side. Uh, wizard, a cleric, chancellor, is it? You have a you will have a Castilian who has been sort of keeping these lands on behalf of Richard, who's too busy to actually manage them. Uh, his name is Sean. He is a, a young man, sort of brash and, uh, what do you call it? Like, very smart and not afraid to let you know that he knows exactly what's going on. Um, he will speak his mind. Mm-hmm. And he has been managing these properties. You can go over the details of it with him. Okay, yeah. yeah. So maybe I'll bring Sean with us on our journey to the two towns to talk them through and understand them all you know, the farming and all the different industry that's in each town as I try to gauge where the best one to place the city is. So mm-hmm. would it be that the the smaller city is more strategic and the one on the coast is richer, or is the one on the coast just all around more important? Uh, the one on the coast ha- is got better access to trade. Um, it's got a larger population, slightly better lands. It's generally superior. The only thing that the other one has going for it is that it ha- there are some 
um, small mines that are closer to it than the one on the coast. So it's got some uh, resources that are difficult to find elsewhere. But okay. the coastal one is, you know, 90% better. Yeah, well, we'll go for the coastal one, though. I think that makes sense. I yeah, yeah. Think can have a good trade up with Bon May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right for there. Yeah. The river one gets you access to Solwick. Yeah. But otherwise, coastal is probably preferred. Yeah, and they're not so far apart. The two. I mean, they're 20 miles, right? You can, on a day of riding through trails, you can get to the, that place and then head down the river. So Maybe we could have an official road built between the two. Perhaps. That way we could uh, trade with Solwick easier. Yeah. Need to think of a name. Not everything is Bond something, is it? Or is all the stuff on the coast Bond something? Uh, no, Bond means uh, the mouth of a river. The exit of uh, a river onto the ocean. So Bond Theris, Bond Dundasir, Bond May are all river towns. Um, it would be weird to name this one Bond. I don't want to name it. I don't want to rush it. Yeah, you don't have to Do name that. it now. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I all think right, we can nearly close out the episode the session, the season, the campaign with the two of you plus your wife and children, your Castilian in a cozy manor house in this unnamed town near the Frostlands, but not so close that you're actually going to get cold. Like, it is the middle of winter or the start of winter, so maybe you get a flurry of snow every now and then, but it you won't yeah. have to trudge around and worry about warmth gear. Um, I think we can have you guys hanging out next to a cozy fireplace with some mulled wine or some spiced cider. The little girl wants to fight you with her wooden sword. Your wife has yeah. Nick Grimes, a very long, cozy scarf that he can wear as he goes about. Nice. Castilian is grumbling about... You know, the exact percentage of the tax hasn't been paid. People have been forgetting about the extra half percent. It's really like three and a half percent, and everyone forgets that half percentage. So come New Year's, we're going to have to go around and make sure everyone paid up on that. Do Um, I need to break some kneecaps? (laughs) Well, maybe, but, you know, first let's try and get it out of them normally. So what rank can we give? Can Grimes be Chancellor? Can he be Chancellor without having to do any work? You just be like, is, there a, is there a title for sort of like you know? You can right give him man? any title you want. Okay. As long as it's not yeah. like a noble title. Yeah. You, you could make him the sheriff. You could make him a chancellor. You could make him a Castilian, a gatekeeper. Whatever you want. You know, I like Grimes choose a title for himself. I don't need a title. Really. You need something to command the respect of the uh, the peasants' crimes. <laughs> These peasants would be fools to not respect me. And you know, it's a... Uh... <clears throat> well. William, your yeah, wife has missed you. She is yes. concerned about the state of your legs. But uh, your father says he'll get it fixed. So for now, it's just sort of an awkwardness that you know you lay down in bed and the bed like tilts slightly because there's like, you know, a couple hundred pounds of stones at the bottom of it. She complains yeah, about how cold your toes are in the middle of the night. 
but uh, your daughter, your younger daughter, will use your legs to draw on with pieces of colored chalk that she's got. So yeah, if you're not paying nice. attention, you'll look down and there'll be like, you know, a family drawn on your legs or a dragon or something. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like. Do the things on my neck grow back or am I, am I good? No, there's just small scars there. Sweet. Every now and then you'll feel like a weird polypy thingy on the inside of your mouth that maybe you like pick at until it goes away. Yeah. And you can't quite tell if it's like demonic stuff coming back or just your imagination and you're over analyzing it. Yeah. Clicks and hacks it off and bleeds. Says that mm-hmm. he cut himself shaving. Well, do I have a cleric? Maybe, you know. Probably. There might be a cleric in one of these nearby villages. Let's see. Roll me a d100. A 60 or lower will be a cleric in your main town. I, yeah. Nice. Sweet. So yeah, I'll pick him off and get him healed then if needed. Mm-hmm. I like that a chat suggested Grimes as a, the, the interpreter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. For <what> I, <laughs> I also like the the rumor that uh, or they, they that uh, Grimes is. Uh, Lord Marshall's shadow. Ooh. Yeah. Lord often uh, trailing, often trailing behind uh, Lord Marshall. Right I behind, mean, you could like be spy master. Following him around everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see him directly there. You often catch him like lurking around the corner in the alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Lord Shadow. I like it. No silver tongue. That's the that was the name he chose for chose for himself uh, ages ago, back when you offered him a, a lordship in uh, Brian oh, yeah. Silver Tongue. Yeah. Oh, in fortune. Yeah. I think that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the matter of fortune will get brought up at some point in some time, and they, there's the big asterisk over it that, like, after the war with Mystery is done, then we'll go conquer those lands, and they're going to be yours. But like. Okay gotta win the war first but like they're totally yours don't worry about it great looking forward to it yep all right i think we did it. i think we won <laughs> i think this is one of the precious few happy endings that we have yeah it's good to be home isn't it william it is it is you've got no idea grimes it's all i've wanted for so long since before we even fought the scrags have you with me and after everything that happened it just makes it all the better all this is yours as much as it is mine truly I you deserve it as much as me come on this is your family go enjoy them thank you well you can have a room in the keep when it's built Um, I, I thought you said the whole keep was mine I don't remember saying Just kidding. Yeah. Grimes, you find yourself taking a walk one night, somewhere around the Yule time, when uh, a group of watchmen in the town are found dragging a kobold through the streets. He's a a little golden-haired, short, or golden short-haired kobold who is uh, screaming in kobold, no, no, please, no! But, you know, to everyone else, it just sounds like barking. 
as the pair of guards haul it through the streets from the north side of town, probably to the, yeah. the jailhouse or whatever. I think Grimes runs over to the uh, to the guards. Uh, they and stop and salute. Stop. What's, uh, what's going oh, on here? We found this little bugger prowling around near uh, old McGinney's farm. We're going to take it to the jail and behead it in the morning. Head it? Yeah, I was it's stealing grain. Just hungry. Chickens. Poor thing starved half to death. Grimes reaches out and grabs the cobalt by the scruff of its neck. Do they have it, like, chained up or tied no, up? No, they've or... just got, like, an arm on each ar- of its arms. Uh-huh. Grimes looks him in the eyes. Does he, mm. does he look starved? Hungry? Yeah, he's a little thin. His coat's seen better days. He uh, gets small before you. Whimpers. What's your name? Grimes barks and kobold. Yeah, uh, can be real small. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can ignore that. He can. Uh, he can uh, ignore that step. Yeah. What, what were you doing stealing grain? Grain? Chicken eggs. I want chicken eggs. Should know better than to steal from men with steel. There's no food out there. You'll get cut. Grimes <laughs> shakes his head. I'm Rumpy. Who are you? Rumpy. You can call me Grimes. The Grimes guards look stand, to you. Grimes stands up. Says the guards, I'll take care of this one. Have the kobolds been giving you trouble this winter? Uh, every now and then. Usually they don't come this far into town. It's the outer villages, really. What are you going to do with him? I don't know yet. You know, you really can't train a kobold. But maybe we can see what we can do about keeping them out of your grain and your chicken coops. Sure you don't want us to, uh... Do the dirty work. I can take care of one kobold. (laughs) They're only good kobolds, a dead kobold, they say to each other as they leave you behind. I'm sort of glares at them as they walk off. Glares at the backs of their heads. Are you a prisoner now? Am I I a prisoner? No, you're not a prisoner. You gonna eat me? Ew. Have you ever tasted kobold? No. Have you? I had a friend once. (laughs) He stayed kobolds. He looks terrified. Yeah. Hunt you down in the snow. No. Yeah. Snow leaves footprints. No. Gotta be careful stealing kitchens in the snow. I I know steal. Kobolds. Getting them alive. Boil their, uh, Giblins into stew. You like those giblins? Uh huh. Should stay away from chickens. Oh. Can I go? (sighs) 
Yeah, you can go. You, Rumpy. Huh? Where's your, uh, where is your tribe? In north of here? Oh, yeah, Pack is north. Wait, no, no, Pack is not north. Pack is other north. Well. He says, clearly lying. <laughs> well, Rumpy. You remember those men. And, uh... Remember the kindness I showed you today. But if I, uh, catch you in the chicken coop again... Not sure if I'll be able to help you. You will catch him in the chicken coop again. Yeah. <laughs> and again. <laughs> and again. And I think that is the end of Homeward Bound. Well, guys, any anything to say before we close it out for realsies? It's been wild. I've had, I, I did have something I want to say, but... Uh... That was such a great epilogue that I'll just leave it, I think. Ryan? Whew. GG. Thanks for yeah. watching. It's Thanks, been... Neil, for uh, making such a great story, for uh, fudging all the dice rolls along the way. And <laughs> <laughs> keep those fights so razor thin. Yeah. Uh, God, I wish when I could you, fudge um... dice rolls like that. When you were working out the AC of the demons, right? Oh yeah. You're like, okay, so these ones are going to be thirty-six. <laughs> How pissed were you? What did what did Lauren do to you that day? So I figured that demons would just be twice as strong on their plane as they are on this plane. So I just doubled all their AC bonuses from stats and armor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That so was it. plate mail instead of being pretty balanced for William. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, Grimes had a hell of a time. Yeah. So instead of plate mail giving you plus nine, it gives plus 18. Instead of a shield giving you plus three, it gives you plus six. Just double the AC bonuses and double the HP. And then mm -hmm. give them bonuses. saves as that level. Uh, I think the attack bonuses stayed the same. They didn't. I don't think the attack bonuses changed. Or did they? They might have. They must have. They, they must have. have yeah. They must have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, HP, AC, attack bonus, damage was the same. That's it. The damage was the same between yeah. planes. Yeah, that um, would have been too. That would have been too crazy. Yeah. All right. Well. Whew. Goodbye, everybody. They made yep, it home. That's, uh...